0: God, we did it! We made it happen. We did it. I'm so proud. And we made
1: it happen. Aaron Black transformed into Cletus Buford. What? Uh, oh man! How
0: did that happen? It was like what? magic.
2: We actually have a video with me in it too. Yeah,
0: just Jay's <laughs> I <don't know> a- <laughs> how
1: that Next time, sorry guys.
0: <laughs> Everyone, make sure to get your Cletus emotes in the chat to make up for Jay being a piece go. of shit. That's, um, I- yeah. finally
1: someone that says it like it is it's good we got brad and blue jay they're the only ones that'll insult me
0: i mean i'm just i'm just proving to you that i will pull no punches when it comes to my gming right yeah guys she said before
1: that she was just gonna kill me outright if i did one single thing wrong
0: yep that's what i said (laughs) so
1: looks like i'm dead
0: Looks like it. So uh, Jay is going to have to be replaced in the video for next time. Um, But for right now, thank you all so much for um, showing up. I, (laughs) you don't have to disappear. (laughs) I'm uh, Blue Jay. I'm super, super excited to bring you all back to the universe of In the Black with our brand new show. First episode today called The Bystanders. Um, Now, if you remember last time we had a drastically different cast, but... This time, we're going back in time. Um, if you haven't watched In the Black, we are following up on something that happened the very end of the third episode. So go back, watch it after after you watch this episode. Watch this one first and then go back. Um, but we have a brand new cast because it's a flashback. Um, and uh, to introduce those lovely people um let's let them introduce themselves so first and foremost the most harassed member of the cast but only because he can take it jay can you introduce yourself to and he can handle it audience
1: hi guys uh, i'm uh, jay i have a lot of uh, complexes thanks to table stories cast and crew over the years um i'm the resident canadian that gets made fun of and uh you can find me here in a lot of campaigns in the in the past way way back but we're not flashing back to those those campaigns. Um, this campaign, I am playing Uskar. Um, should I do a full intro here, Blue Jay, or or just?
0: Um, yeah, I don't think it's not a secret who everyone is. So yeah. let's go ahead and give them your like basic character intro. Cool.
1: cool. Um, so I am Uskar Wekhif. I'll be playing him. Uh, he's a uh, a peasant uh, from a feral world. Uh, he's come from a matriarchal society. And is uh, hell-bent on finding a, a, a new place in life, uh, somewhere a little better, and uh, somewhere where he can raise a family.
0: Very cool. And um, so, you know, all of our characters are, are going to be fairly new to each other. So I'm really excited to see the character inter- interaction and development. Um, someone who is also uh, a, a new member of the crew, at Starbuck. Can you introduce yourself and also your character? Hello, I'm Starbuck. Uh, you can call me Starbuck or you can call me call me Starbuck.
3: It's a joke of my name, <laughs> I guess. Um, I'm playing Cubit in the system, a mechanic, a tinkerer, someone who is not very fond of humans or um, a certain trait in humans that I'll kind of let that slide into in the story. Um, You'll probably find me repairing things around the ship um, and just hanging out. Very, very cool. What
2: you're actually saying is call me, call me Starbuck. (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> very cool and uh cletus cletus is actually the member of the crew that has been with this ship the longest and thus will i think be integral in learning about the ship itself cletus can you give an introduction to yourself and your character
2: hi my name is cletus buford my character's name also cletus buford also because i play that character um my character it's a shocker i know for most of the people who know me uh he's the actual bartender of the ship he's been there for 20 years isn't that a shocker but uh he's been there for 20 years he's been traveling back and forth he uh absolutely loves what he does he loves the people that he sees as he how they come and go but he's getting kind of bored of it all i gotta say though
0: oh man well interested in seeing where Cleus goes from here we have um another member of our crew todd will you introduce yourself and your character as well
4: yeah so i'm todd real you can call me todd um my character is amara day she is a pilot um but not like a super fancy pilot just kind of like a bus bus pilot she does intra system shuttles um, and she is just a passenger on this particular ship, so she's not flying the ship. Um, and yeah, she's just trying to look for her family. Uh, she was displaced from her home world. So that is uh, that's tomorrow.
0: I am so excited for the last, but certainly not least member of our cast and the newest uh, passenger on the ship. Saji, will you give us an introduction to yourself and also your character?
5: Yeah, so, uh, hi everyone. I'm uh, Sagi, uh, and I usually stream creative, like, weird abstract space illustrations. Um, and I'm playing Gelpie Wilts. She is a physician, uh, from a nomadic planet, uh, in the Cosardisk sy- system. Uh, she's been traveling kind of planet to planet, setting up, uh, less than legit clinics for different communities. And uh, she's here on the ship to kind of find her new spot to set up a new uh, clinic, so.
0: Very we cool. Well, um, I know that I've got uh, some minor nerves and I'm sure that the rest of you do, so let's just jump straight into it. Um, the way that we're going to enter the story is actually going to be through the eyes of Sagi and her character Gelpie as they approach the ship for the very first time. Uh, Gelpy, can you give us a quick description of what your character looks like and what you would perhaps have with you when you're uh, joining the ship for the first time as a passenger?
5: Yeah, so uh, I'm Gelpy. I have a, a a different collection of different, clothes gathered from different planets I have a backpack with different planets stitched into it almost like a checklist mm. uh inside the backpack I have a different collection of um different med patches and stem packs and I kind of carry it on the go with me and uh I don't look like a physician but I definitely know my way around a needle or two so uh oh, that actually came out wrong um <laughs> but uh yeah am um, She's just, she's trying to get off this planet and set up a new place to start her clinic again.
0: All right, well, uh, Gelpie, you had been talking back and forth. I'm sure you reached out to several different captains of different ships that were um, on the planet Sean, but you had been mostly talking with um, Lysandra Vex, who is the captain of the ship that you'll be approaching now. Uh, Cletus, what is the name of this ship since you've been on it longest? Oh, no. Oh. Oh no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't like when you do this to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I told you. I warned you. I warned you it was gonna happen. I was gonna listen. ask you for stuff about the ship. I told you.
2: Listen, I listen, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I don't think about the ship. I just work. I never oh. go outside and look at the front of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like... Okay, so Lisandra, she calls the ship her baby, and it used to have a name, but it's Columbus mostly... but has left
2: to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, it, the, but the ship's name on the side of the ship, you know where it would usually say like SS whatever, is just covered in rust and dirt and crap. So we can't even see what the ship's name is anymore. And when you contacted... On the list of uh like ships that were taking passengers it just said lissandra vex's ship and okay. not actually a name for the ship so you contacted lissandra and she messaged you giving rates um and as you approach the ship uh, you would be rising up through a space elevator now sean as a planet is still being uh, inhabited. It's a fairly new um, uh, area in the Cosardisk theocracy. It's just been uh, settled. It's a new colony. And it's absolutely beautiful. It has all of these space elevators sticking out from various cities and ports on the surface of the planet that look like kelp waving in the ocean. And uh, you would take this uh elevator from the city at the base all the way up to the lower atmosphere where the ships dock and where they load and unload their cargo and as you approach this ship you'll notice that it's definitely not a good looking ship maybe it gives you a little bit of a oh is this still doesn't smell great either yeah
2: (laughs) it's not the greatest smelling ship either
0: is this still spaceworthy feeling in your stomach? But it also was the most affordable ship, and standing right outside of it, with uh, overseeing the cargo being loaded and unloaded, is Lissandra Vex. You would know she's the captain because she's actually wearing a old school military-esque uniform, but it's entirely for show. She has epaulettes, she has two rows of buttons and it's uh, done open with a uh, high-waisted pants. Her skin is uh, tan and her hair is light brown, but it's the tan skin of uh, maybe she would be darker if she spent more time in the sun, but she's lived on a ship for a very, very long time. And she looks like she knows what she's doing as she's directing Uskar in uh, pushing a massive, massive cargo box off the ship and towards the cargo elevator um, that you just came off of. Uskar, can you give us a quick description of what your character looks like? You, it looks. It sounds like. It sounds oh, like no. you're muted. <laughs>
6: Apparently, the chat cannot hear me. Um, <laughs> the chat, do not worry. I was just saying that I have. I have a white shirt and it is very dirty, because I am working. Okay, and I am pushing this box. I am just pushing it. Um, and that's it.
0: Uh, Lisandra notices are, are you approaching her are you kind of standing back watch looking at the ship regretting all of the decisions you've ever made in your whole life what is Gelpie doing when she comes to the ship and sees this rust bucket
5: uh Gilby would probably be looking at the outside of the ship kind of taking inventory of maybe some weak spots in the ship kind of counting her uh <laughs> looking at what might be wrong here Uh, I feel like Lissandra, she
0: has seen this reaction from quite a few people who have signed up to be passengers on her ship. All of you, uh, Cubit and Amara, probably had a similar reaction when you first came on board. But uh, she strides toward you you confidently and says, you must be Galpy Wilts, right?
5: Uh, Yeah, uh, Miss Lysandra, correct?
0: Uh, yes, yes, you can call me Lysandra. I assure you, this ship has been spaceworthy for twenty years, and it'll be spaceworthy for probably two hundred more. Looks aren't everything.
5: I mean, you're looking quite ready for space, there, Captain. Why?
0: Thank you. Um, you, you mentioned in your message that you were interested in trading a little labor for
5: your passage yes uh i'm a formally trained uh physician so if anyone gets bent up i really hope that that's not the case but if anyone does i can definitely fix them up if that can get us a little bit cheaper of a fare us do you oh, got... me no me sorry referring to myself and oh, multiples.
0: <laughs> that's fine well we've got uh a pretty uh, usable med kit and uh, Cletus in the bar knows his way around it pretty well, but I mean, might as well have a doctor. Now I can't give you too much of a discount. Our rates are pretty fair to start with, but how about 7%?
5: Could you come up to eight a little bit? Maybe it's an even number. It sounds a little better. Sold.
0: I would have gone for ten, but eight works.
5: Oh, you know. <laughs>
0: um. All right, Gelby. So, um, you know what? I've got a bit more managing to do with Uskar. Uskar, say hello to our new passenger. Oh,
6: hello. This is,
0: Gelby, nice you. this is Uskar. Gelby, this is Uskar. He's probably the most likely person to get injured. I'll so you up. might as well say hello.
6: Uh, I'll do a bow uh, with my hands forward. It is nice to meet you. What is your name? I am Uskar. Uh,
5: well, hello, U- Uskar. Uh, I'm, I'm Gelpi. Uh, are you the, the, the muscle on this, on this ship here?
6: Yes, yes. I am a humble man with many large muscles that can be used to push things and to, you know, stack things and, uh, uh, to push more things and stack them and then push them again. What are you of?
5: Uh, uh, excuse me?
6: What are you called? Oh, Gelpi. Of the... I am Uscar uh, of, uh, the oh, I, of the If.
5: Oh, I am Galpia of the Welts.
6: of the Welts. It is good to meet you. I'll bow again yeah. very respectfully.
5: Uh, yes, a couple, well,
0: a couple passes ago, our forklift broke and uh, Uscar showed up right on time and we haven't had to get it fixed yet, although I suppose I should talk to Cupid about that. Mm. And she gets a faraway look on her face like, I definitely should add this to my mental to-do list. And then she says, but come on, come on, we'll get you all shacked up. Do you uh, have any more uh, luggage or is it just the backpack there?
5: No, no, it's just this. I I keep uh, quite quite compact with my stuff you know always on the move
0: well sounds great we don't have a whole lot of extra rooms now come on in and she comes through the cargo area there is definitely a separate passenger entrance to the ship but the cargo bay is open and currently connected to the space elevator it's a massive bulb that looks like the bulb on the end of a kelp uh, strand, So it's it looks like a giant dome and it's all made of glass and you can see the planet far, far below you and you can see the curvature of the uh, horizon. And um, if you look behind the ship, you can see the stars kind of winking in and out as we're in a low orbit. But you'll head on board the ship and past the end of the cargo bay, which is mostly deserted. There's probably like one other person that's helping or maybe just managing Uskrar and unloading cargo, it's mostly done at this point. Um, And she would lead you onto the ship uh, through a wide domed area, which is most of the common area is on this part of the ship. And this is also the part of the ship that looks a lot better than the outside. Cletus, can you describe what your bar looks like inside? Uh,
2: So, basically in this part you're gonna see like really old antique wood, Um, probably some of the finest wood you've seen on any of the local planets. Um, They've really, really done it up. It's really beautiful in there. Um, You can tell that all of the ship itself hasn't really cared as much about the ship as this location has been cared for, Um, and then you walk in and there's a giant bar that goes runs the entirety of the room um, and then there's like an overhang over it with really dim lights. and then there's tables scattered everywhere. Um, there's quite a few people, probably three or four people, maybe five, sitting around relaxing. And uh, then there's a guy standing behind the bar with a cowboy hat on, um, kind of kind of like street clothes, um, really light tan shirt. A pair of jeans that you can tell are covered in, like, work. They just look like they've been worked and he's been working hard um, and then he's wearing kind of like a light overcoat. And uh, he's currently serving a drink to a person who is sitting at the bar currently.
0: Are um, either uh, Cubit or Amara in the bar at this point? I think I'd be kind of reserved. I'd just be kind of
3: either in the uh, workshop of the ship or off fixing something, kind of just off okay, here so in the bar. Cube Q is not in
0: the bar. Is Amara?
4: Yeah, Amara is. She's kind of like looking at the walls and trying to mess with the tech to see if there's any updates and probably not finding any.
0: Oh, so you're at like one of the uh, ship computer screens yeah. in the bar trying to mess with shit? Yeah. Uh, Do you just allow this to happen, Cletus? Are you like, sure, mess with the computer in my bar? Or are you one of the people that's like, no, 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 that's mine. Like, is this area someplace that you really take ownership of? And you're like, don't touch anything that's not yours? Or are you pretty casual about that?
2: Uh, Technology is very, very out of my realm right now. So I don't understand it and I don't uh, choose to. and in this situation, Cletus would be like, hey, go ahead, do what you want to do.
0: Um, so Lysandra and Gelby come into this area and Lysandra will say, as you see, it's not quite the way you see on the outside. Cletus has been taking good care of this ship for a very long time. Cletus, we got a new passenger. Gelpie, Cletus, Cletus, Gelby.
2: Hi there, ma'am.
5: Uh, hi there, Cletus, yes? Yeah?
2: Yep, I've been here for 20 years, and I ain't going nowhere.
5: Oh, wow. Then this, this must be a space-worthy ship then, yeah?
2: It uh, gets us places, I'll promise you that. Um,
0: Cletus, do you mind? Uh, I have to go talk to Cubit, but would you mind showing Gelby to her quarters? I it's could. Gonna be, it's going to be room 2B.
2: I could show her to her quarters. I would do that Sounds. for you.
0: Sounds great. Thank you so much. And then Lysandra would exit the room. Um, before we narrate showing Gelpie to her quarters, um, let's really quick follow Lysandra she stalks through the ship. She obviously knows it pretty well. It's her ship. She's owned it for a while. She's very proud of it. And she slides down a, a ladder into the like belly of the ship. It's warmer down here immediately and it looks it looks like kind of a mess it's the engine room parts are strewn everywhere uh where are you in here cubit i think i'm ravaging through uh like a toolbox that's open
3: on a shelf mm-hmm. kind of one hand in the toolbox one hand kind of looking at say the open engine we're just kind of tuning it up before our our ship takes takes off um I have kind of a jumpsuit that instead of being zipped up it's kind of um the top half is kind of just open and around my waist mm. I have kind of like a a um a tank top on that's kind of grungy got some oil and grudge on me I'm just kind of fumbling around through my uh through my tool chest
0: over here uh Lissandra Anders says cubit C- oh cubit I knew you would be here have I have I talked to you about the forklift already
3: I can't remember you know, Cap, I think I think you mentioned that before. I, I just it's it's on the list. I'll I'll definitely get to it. I promise.
0: All right. I was just thinking about it and I decided I'd uh, like to tell you. Also, we have a new passenger, Gelby. I know you don't love people, but I would appreciate if you could at least introduce yourself. Maybe one day she'll be saving your life, right? You got to go Cap. say hello. She's in the bar, I think. Um, do you know where? Oh, right. Amara was upstairs. I feel I feel like there was something else for the life of me I cannot remember. Was there was there something else I asked you to fix? Did you fix it yet? The forklift. Oh, no no no, no. Yes. The, a, another thing. I swear to god there was something else. Well, hopefully it's not important. Um we should be uh taking off in uh well, less than an hour. Everything okay down here? Everything's good. Just wrapping up and I'll uh I'll give our new passenger a good hello. Sounds good. Um, and then she kind of like looks around as if trying to remember something that she forgot and then just like climbs back up the ladder. Um, and let's jump back to the bar. Uh, are you in a mood like immediately I have to get into my quarters? Or are you kind of like making yourself at home and chatting with Cletus in the bar? Or are you getting a drink? How does Gelpie make herself at home?
5: Uh, She'd probably be kind of walking around the bar and uh, looking at the walls and looking if there's any like different corridors coming out of there, just trying to orient herself to things. Mm. And then she'd probably try and find uh, one spot in the bar that she could kind of like have as her little thinking spot. So maybe like away from the group, but enough that she can survey the whole room.
0: Mm so uh amara you would have known that uh Gelpie is did you not someone you've run into before are you the type of person to introduce yourself this ship probably has like a maximum of six passengers at one time so it's fairly noticeable when someone new comes along
4: um yeah i think i would have when she introduced herself to Cletus, um so i probably would have just turned around shook her hand told her my name uh and just got right back to tinkering with uh the- and
2: Cletus isn't quiet, so you probably heard the whole conversation.
4: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: <laughs> and definitely if there's somebody in my bar that's sitting far away and quiet, I'd probably introduce them to come up and have a drink with me. So especially someone new. So my next move would probably be come over here and have a drink.
5: Well, uh, all right. Uh do you do you have anything non non alcoholic?
2: Uh we do have some goat's milk.
5: Well, uh, I guess that, I guess that'll do.
2: All right. We'll I'll get one that. for you. Just one second. All right. What's there you the,
5: go. Is this like a, just double checking. Is there like an actual like bar that he's at or is it more of like he's going into the back or something? Oh, I
0: feel like Cletus, you, you mentioned there's like an actual wooden bar
2: yeah there's an actual it's, bar in the front
0: it's pretty it's pretty odd for a ship that looks as like old and rusty on the outside to have such a well put together uh kitchen bar community area but Cletus has definitely taken care of this,
2: yeah this was all his work. this was people people needed a place to socialize, and they felt like uh this would be the best way to do it so and he always loved the idea of running a bar, so this is where his option was to do it here in this ship.
5: So uh, Cletus, did you build this bar on your own? Were you one before? I mean, you've been here for 20 years, you said?
2: Yeah, I've, I've been working on it for a little while. Um, I really like serving drinks and hanging out with people. So I thought I would, you know, rustle up some, uh, you know, some barrels and start making some liquor and um, every time we drop off at one of the locations, I usually go out and get me some extra stuff that helps me produce more liquor, and I get little odds and ends. And if you want, I got bread. I've got uh, sandwiches. Whatever you need.
5: Ah, oh, do you have any fruit?
2: I do not have any fruit right now. We are going to be doing a pickup soon on the other end, so I'll get some then for you.
5: Oh, I would just kill for some some fresh berries. We don't we don't really have them. Uh, well where I've been living for the last little bit so
2: he takes out like a pad and like writes down your name just to make sure he remembers and puts like what kind of fruit you wanted so
0: very nice uh Uskar you probably have just finished loading the last uh outgoing cargo on the cargo elevator and sent it rocketing back down the the uh the kelp-like space elevator toward the city at the base. Um, and uh, are you usually alone here just like doing this work? Is this something that you've gotten into the flow of or is this the first time that Lissandra has really let you um, take care of all this by yourself?
1: Um, I think he would usually have some, probably some help. Um, maybe whoever, whoever around um, mm. I'm not sure. Uh, I think maybe he might be the only one like doing it, probably full time. It um, mm. might just call anybody over when when needed. Um, so I'm not I'm not sure. I think right now he's probably alone. Uh, he's probably okay. just mulling about, just thinking to himself over and over, um, knowing that you know eventually after one of these stops, uh, something will go right.
0: So um, you press the button to send the full cargo elevator down to the base um to the city at the bottom of the uh for lack of a better word shaft i'm so sorry does it make a
1: whoosh does it does it like a?
0: it definitely has like a cool like uh when you put the when when banks used to have the thing that you put your deposit in and then it goes like like up the tube that's the sort of noise you got one very good um so the cargo the cargo starts down and you feel more than hear a sort of shaking in the elevator shaft that you are not like it usually doesn't happen
1: Mm. um i'll smack it just like a like just the closest the closest part of it um just give it like a a loud smack and do anything
0: No, it's, it was just, it was like, it was one weird shake and then it stopped for a second. Like I said, you're in like a transparent glass, like bubble Mm -hmm. attached to the cargo bay of the ship. Do you maybe go look?
1: Um, are you afraid of heights? I was going to say, is there an edge I can peer over? Sorry, I was trying to visualize. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So I'd, I'd probably like slowly peek over i don't think he's been up high very much so it might be a new thing um so i'll just slowly peek over aren't we in a spaceship you're in a
0: (laughs) spaceship you're in a spaceship but it's docked on a cargo elevator to load and Um, unload passengers and um cargo so you peer over the edge the ground below you has like a very short uh banister type thing but for the most part it's just Mm -hmm. that circle of glass at the edge of this very stable doesn't look like like clear or anything it's a very stable um opaque flat ground Mm -hmm. but the wall itself is made of this transparent glass that's slightly um like bubbled like there's something Mm -hmm. in the glass that makes it a little harder to see through it but you look down and Now, you you said that you normally don't, like you're normally not up this high, so you might not be familiar with what the view looks like, but you can see that um, the actual shaft of the elevator, whereas when it might normally be fairly... God, this is horrible. I'm sorry, phrasing. It might normally be rather stiff when you've docked and only um, like wiggling like kelp in the uh, atmospheric waves of the planet as it moves. Like when mm. you dock, it's usually stiff so that you can send the elevator platform up and down. But for some reason, there's like a shivering going up from the base of the, the elevator. I,
3: I have a question. Is this something mm. that was kind of felt across the ship? Or was it just local to the...
0: You definitely feel it like a little bit delayed from when okay. Usgar feels it. So by the time he has gone over to check and see if maybe like the elevator got stuck or something you would have felt it like that little bit of delay there is a slight shaking the bar the the glasses on the bar and the bottles probably they have something to keep them like strapped down because like you're in space you're moving around all the time but they do like clink against each other um and there's a little bit of instability which you would know cletus normally doesn't happen when you're docked
2: correct it actually is a very calm doc most every time but Mm -hmm. this one's different
0: yes you it's it's very noticeably something different i'm so sorry about phrasing i didn't it's
2: okay (laughs) i'm trying to keep myself together right now (laughs) i'm trying so hard not to laugh i think we found a title for this episode There was like nine or ten words (laughs) put together there i'm so sorry well, I kept a <laughs> the space. first, the first ever soft core version of.
0: I'm very, story. I'm very proud of all of you, and I'm also very sorry.
6: <laughs> it's okay.
0: Um. So yes, you would notice that the the ship kind of shakes a little bit, and then calms down for a moment. But that shaking is something that doesn't normally like, happen.
2: I actually like reach out and like, like the glasses near me and like grab them for a second because they moved, and then I like look at all the other members of the the bar, and I like wonder if everybody else felt that. And then I kind of like grab my towel, flip it over my shoulder and just go back to work.
0: You hear from uh, towards the direction of the bridge, uh, Lissandra yells, Cubit, what was that? Just like down the hallway. I think it's, I'm still in the engine room, so I kind of like
3: sheathed my wrench into my like tool belt Mm -hmm. and kind of like wipe my hands on whatever I have close to me, my shirt maybe. I kind of like, all right, that was kind of weird. Make my way up the ladder. I think
0: my first thing is I'll probably stop by the bar Mm. to see... Uh, Yeah, the bar is very central, so the bar would be in between the engine room at the base, the uh, bridge at the front, the bar in the middle, then you have behind the bar, there's the large cargo area, because cargo carriage is the majority of your income, and then the cargo bay is currently attached to um, the elevator. It's docked there, so it's wide open into that bubble. Okay.
3: Um, okay, so I think I'm gonna make my way to the bar. Um I'm kinda just looking around, seeing okay, nothing seems out of place. Um I'm I'm a very did you small just, did you
2: Did you enter the bar already?
3: Uh yeah, I think I'm gonna just kinda walk did in. Did you feel and... that too? Yeah, Cletus. I I, I don't
2: That I was didn't strange. Mess with
3: anything. Did you did was it you? Did was it
2: No? It wasn't me. I was drinking and pouring drinks over here with these, these huh. fellas, and it sounded like something something boomed.
3: So I, I kind of pull out my wrist data pad, and I'm kind of just, like, mm. looking at stuff. And
0: From what you can tell on your pad, like, all of the ship systems are nominal. There's nothing, like, that exploded that caused that, no.
3: Yeah, I'm not seeing anything here on my my little...
2: You didn't do nothing? Here.
3: No, I was just checking in making sure everything was well oiled and
2: i wonder dead. if it was Zeus car.
3: you know i i think i think i'll go check on him yeah
2: yeah would you go check on him real quick make sure he's all right
3: yeah i'll do that so i kind of just uh, i look around the bar again i think i i see our new passenger and i'm just kind of a, a, a small nod and then i just walk out and hmm. make my way over to the to the cargo bay
0: so when you get to the cargo bay, you would see that uh Uskar has unloaded most of the cargo and obviously hasn't replaced it yet and he's currently leaning over the edge of the platform kind of looking out the convex side of the bubble down at the elevator.
3: Um okay, so I, I walk over and What's up Uskar? Right, oh. uh Oh. <laughs> it scared me. I didn't mean to scare you. I'm sorry. Um, so we we kind of felt a, a weird thing. Yes. In the ship. Me too. I am not seeing anything odd on my datapad. Were you?
6: Okay, so yes. Please do not tell the captain. But was Uthra- I pressed the button and I sent it down, and then there was a boom.
3: Did you Did you smack it?
6: Yes, I hit it.
3: I think I at this point I take out my my sheet's wrench and I give it a good smack as well.
0: As soon as your wrench hits the outside of the elevator shaft, there's another worse shake. What? It fixed. And then you are you still looking out um, at the uh, elevator shaft in the city below, or are you looking back yeah. at?
1: Yeah. I check it. I'd, I'd be like cycling between, right? Look at look at Cubit, and then. And she hits it, then look down.
0: So as you glance back down uh, through this glass bubble window, you would suddenly see w- absolute chaos below. The city that used to be in shades of like gray and silver and white is now on fire um it's slowly you can see a, a cloud of debris expanding like it was just hit by something and the elevator shaft that you're connected to from the bottom up is starting to catch flame
3: what did, what did i do didn't happen <laughs> i i i don't think it was you Uzgar. Uh, i i'm not
0: sure i think and you can see each level of the elevator shaft sl- like start to explode as it comes up and closer to the ship.
6: Okay, I am sorry for this.
1: I'm gonna grab Cubit <laughs> if uh, they'll let me and uh, run. Um, Throw and over your shoulder as far as I can.
0: And <clears throat> like towards the ship.
1: Uh, yeah, back towards the, the ship.
0: Okay. Um. So all of you that are currently in the bar would have felt a second larger uh shaking and then that shaking just doesn't stop and it's getting worse
2: yeah i'm trying to clean up all the glasses off the floor they're now pretty much on the floor four or five Mm -hmm. bottles are broken um i have
4: would i have access to like the the cargo bays like terminal like would i know that there is something going on um you could
0: there's nothing like, I, there's definitely a, a security system with cameras in order to access it. Um, if you're just a passenger, you probably would have to put in some kind of, like, passcode as a member of the crew in order to access the security cameras. Um, otherwise, it just has a very basic, like, map of the ship and a small amount of information.
4: Okay. I think she would say something doesn't feel right, guys. I think something's wrong with the cargo base.
2: I don't think that was supposed to happen.
5: Yeah, you said this ship was space worthy. I am. No,
2: I said it travels a lot. I didn't say it was space worthy.
5: Oh, oh much better. You,
2: you said that.
0: Uh, oh, Actually, okay. I said that, and Lysandra is like stomping and looking a little, <laughs> little harried, well, and she's going get... towards the 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 engine room. Like this has got to be something about the engine and she, like, just passes straight through and then drops down and the never ladder. he
2: really Cletus never really leaves the bar, so at this point he's, like, actually out in the hallway, like, wandering that way, because he's like, what in the hell is going on?
0: So, you would see Uskar and Cubit running into the, the cargo bay and, like, through the hallway towards the bar.
6: No, turn around, turn around! What did you do? Urscar? There's a fire! There's a mini fire! What did you do? I sent it bomb down apparently. <laughs> you sent a bomb
2: down. Wait.
6: Captain. Wait. Um Who and
0: the, the captain? captain's going to be like below uh in the engine room looking around noticing that the- nothing's wrong down here and she looks up the the ladder and it's just like Oscar, what happened?
1: Yeah, my head's over over the top. Captain.
6: I don't know.
0: And she like starts up the ladder and pokes and sees Cubit. She's like, Cubit, what's going on? Uh, I I think
3: I, I don't know. I am not sure if we're under attack. I the the elevator attack. I, I don't know. It, there's something that, that we have to it we explode. have to undock.
0: We have to undock right now now yes well okay let's uh and she's just like she she gets up the ladder and she goes into the cargo bay and you can see that um the actual uh height of the elevator that you're still docked to is getting like it's actually falling towards the planet's surface and she notices that and there's this look in her eyes of pure panic and she um immediately goes into like i'm the captain this is my ship mode and starts to attempt to close the cargo bay door what is everyone else doing
1: i upon seeing that would run and help um mm-hmm. immediately um i don't know about everyone else but i think i put yeah i put Qubit down i would just...
7: oh you were <laughs> <laughs> just i on was shoulders <laughs> the entire
0: time come on we must
1: go open the door Tell her uh, yeah, Cuba no, what would, you want to
2: tell her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> is just gonna be carried this whole this whole time.
1: Um Yeah, I've already put her down. So I would just I would just start running after her um mm, mm, mm. and uh and offering to help. I'd be Lysandra and uh Yeah, so
0: she's basically just like punching buttons to try and get the cargo bay door to close faster. It's very slowly doing the like and you can see outside that things are getting a little more dire and um she's like What uh I, I i don't know just keep an eye on it i have to go to the bridge and she turns and she runs back towards the center of the ship okay. and she runs through the bar and y'all see her she looks you would notice cletus because you've known her for like 20 years she looks absolutely terrified and you've I'm never frightened. seen like i'm this
2: frightened right now like I'm going to go back in the bar. I'm going to tell everyone they need to get back to their quarters. Y'all need to get out of here. Get back to your quarters
0: now. Uh, Gelpy, you don't actually know where your quarters are yet.
5: Yeah, Yeah, I
2: haven't I- even showed her yet. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, uh, Cletus, can I just stay here with you? I think.
2: Yeah, you can stay here, but okay. you're going to have to get down. You're going to get somewhere. I don't know. We're- here, have another beer. Or something
5: you know. <laughs> uh, that, 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 that milk, uh, please. That's uh, yeah. You
2: drink something because we're in trouble right now, and it's not good.
0: Um, Amara, you see the captain running through the um, the bar towards the bridge, and you would know that this ship usually operates purely on a um, plotted, pre-planned, computer-driven course. Um It they don't have a a pilot per se uh it's just all like pre-programmed go from point a to point b to point c um so you see her running towards the uh bridge are you like i don't does she know that you're a pilot have you mentioned this before has it ever come up
4: uh yes i think she she knows that i am a pilot and she knows that i know a small amount um i think in that moment amara would kind of just stand there and have that moment of Oh fuck oh fuck like what do i do is this my job what do i do and she watches Lysandra run past and i guess like very hesitantly begins to follow her
0: okay and you'll see Lysandra goes into the the bridge of the ship it's very small it doesn't have like it's not an expansive enterprise style bridge it has maybe two different um computer panels uh for the captain and like the co-captain and she goes to one of them and she's just like frantically pushing at buttons and you see her go even paler than she normally is and her brow is a little bit damp from panic sweat and she's just like whispering to herself and like jamming at buttons on the computer panel on the front
4: of the ship uh ma'am would you like some help
0: Oh my! Oh my God! I—I uh, I mean, I don't know if you can help the stupid fucking elevator. It, it won't release the docking clamps. I don't know what happened, but it's not communicating anymore.
4: Okay, I—I I would, I guess, approach her and try to um, press buttons as well. Do my.
0: Okay. Well, do you want to do the first roll of the game? Hey, no. <laughs> no. No.
4: No. No.
0: Well, you're going to anyway. Okay. Uh, So the system we're playing for everyone in chat is stars without number. And the way that stars without number works when it comes to roles is you have uh, attributes, which are the classic attributes of strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. And then you have skills. Um, Now for this specific instance, we have a computer that is not communicating with the ship. It's unwilling to release the docking clamps for some reason, probably because part of it's on fire. Um, So what you would probably need in order to get it to automatically release the docking clamps would be program and intelligence. So you would go ahead and uh, click intelligence where it says, ask for program. And then um, on the quick menu, you can click skills and then roll your program. And what you're doing is basically you go into the computer and you're trying again to communicate with the elevator systems and the docking clamps that keep your ship attached to this massive glass bubble and get it to release you because it's currently falling towards the planet and taking your ship with it. Awesome. So we got an eight, which is... (laughs) actually fairly low so if we take a look at the difficulty skill checks eight is a significant challenge to a competent professional that they'd still succeed at more often than not so i feel like at this instance the ship is made to communicate with the computer in the elevator. It's definitely having some trouble right now. Amara might've been just panicking a little bit, but with that eight, you're able to get it to release the docking clamps. Unfortunately, your ship is now still plummeting towards the surface of the planet. So you've released, you're, 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 you're not attached to this massive bubble of the space elevator anymore, but you are a lot lower in the planet's gravity and atmosphere than this ship is probably designed to be.
4: Okay, Um. so I guess I'm just like gripping on the seat next to me, trying not to fall. And I look at Lysandra and I say, ma'am, we, we need to start the thrusters. And she looks at you and she's like...
0: Uh. I know, I know, I know. This ship usually just runs itself. Um, I can do this. I can do this. Okay. Um, And she goes to um, open up the piloting screen of the computer and you can see the way that she looks at it. She's basically looking at it the same way that you would look at um, something you've literally never touched before. Like she's managed to go this long with just letting the ship drive itself. Um, and for most cargo cruisers, like, that's how it goes. It's just a pre-programmed route that it follows in sequence, but being this slow in an atmosphere and actually having to fight versus the planet's gravity, it's a lot, um, to ask from anyone. So she's just, she's looking at it and she's about to put, like, put her hands on the screen and, like, you can see them shaking as she reaches out to touch it.
4: So I guess in that moment, I would aggressively kind of just move her out of the way. I guess delicately aggressively move her out of the way. Okay. Um, and then start to do my, my button pressing again. Okay. So Amara
0: takes control of the ship's uh, piloting systems. And back in the bar, do you have, like, any pseudo windows because the bar is in the center of the ship it it won't necessarily have actual windows to the outside but it's absolutely possible that you would have like screens that show you what's happening outside the ship is that something that you have in the bar cletus are you Uh, able to see outside
2: well we have the computer screens and i should be able to see other uh spots on the in the in the ship just because that's something that you set up Yeah, you're a crew
0: member, so you have access to those uh, cameras on the inside and outside of the ship. So are you, like, trying to get a look at what's going on, or...?
2: I've, at this point, have gotten everybody out of the bar, minus uh, the one new member who is there with me. Um, And I actually have been trying frantically to clean up the giant mess that just happened. Mm. Um, And Cletus is kind of like a person who would very much be worried but Mm -hmm. also very much worried about the bar because Mm -hmm. that's what's most important. And he thinks that if the bar goes down, the ship goes down. That's just how his mental capacity is. So I have to clean up all this glass on the floor. I've got to get all this liquor up. I've got a mop and I leave all the rest to you. The ship portion is you, so.
0: Right, so you feel this feeling in your stomach as you're like bending over to pick up glass, this feeling of moving downward very very quickly the gravity of the planet is like grabbing your stomach and like yanking it down and you know you know that something's wrong
2: oh i know i knew from the moment i saw you run by that it was definitely bad things happening right now
0: so Uh, Gelpie, are you just like trying to drink your drink or
5: no i i would uh be helping cletus pick up and i say cletus uh Maybe we should go help the others. I don't, I don't know if the bar is really helping I mean, us right if,
2: now. I don't. I if you want, go ahead. I mean, they they could probably could use your help. But I got to get all this mess cleaned up. As you can see, it's a giant mess, and I got to get all this stuff off the ground. I got a liquors everywhere. I don't. I got so much to deal with right now. If you want, you can go help. See if they
5: need you. No, no, I I'll, I'll help you with this, Cletus. You, you seem really okay. concerned about it and I'll, I'll like hurry to help him kind of get it all together and hopefully calm him down a little bit with this.
0: Okay. Uskar and Cubit, what are you two doing as the ship hurdles towards the planet's surface?
1: Um, she said, keep an eye on the door. So she, if she was
0: asking you to make sure the door closed and yeah. probably there's, um, it, it was a bit panicky when we were trying to decouple the ship from the Actual like docking clamps of the mm-hmm. elevator, but you hear the like hissing of air as the door of the cargo bay closes just seconds after you decouple from the now rapidly dis- disintegrating bubble of the space elevator. There's just like a momentary like, oh my god, did we just like decouple in the middle of a uh, downward fall into a planet's surface? But then the door finally closes and you're in the cargo bay now. Um.
1: Yeah, so I'd be probably sitting there uh, a little bit in shock. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe got knocked on my ass after the fall, and I'm just kind of, like, arms behind me, just slowly standing up. Um, is there anything in, like... An, it, it looks like it's in need of immediate attention. Anything, any of the cargo that, that, like... Have they been pushed around, or are they being pushed around in a way that they're going to kill me?
0: Um, uh, You see, like... Probably what's more worrisome to you is that there isn't very much cargo because you've just offloaded everything, but you hadn't reloaded mm. anything from the planet's surface. And so, as you're looking around, the cargo bay is looking empty in a way that, like, maybe ordinarily you wouldn't be too concerned about. But now that you've uncoupled from a uh, docking bay that was supposed to bring you, like, food and medical supplies and water. Uh, it might be entering your head that, like, oh, right, we don't have the boxes that would contain the food and the water that we need to live on this ship.
2: Oh, oh all of it's gone now? So...
0: Uh, you, hadn't re- you hadn't onloaded. You'd offloaded your cargo, but you hadn't gotten new stuff yet.
1: Yeah. So, as I'm looking around, the only hmm. thought is that Uskarar fucked up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's probably just the, the he's kind of walking maybe over to the nearest ladder now that things are a little stabilized if he can walk I don't know about the downward
7: motion. oh yeah
0: you can but the ship is obviously like still in free fall yeah. like it's not whatever the inertial dampeners would do to make it easy to walk around while you're in movement there's no inertial dampeners yeah. happening right now you're fast like and you're entering like closer gravity as you fall towards the planet and again you can feel that gravity and that fall like dragging your stomach down and your chest okay
1: so i'm probably terrified um but i will slowly walk towards whatever and uh, try and make my way i guess to the the bar or my quarters uh whichever one is closest um
0: i feel like there's a uh, there's a hallway from the cargo bay to the bar there's a ladder downward which is into the belly of the ship and the engine room and then there's also a ladder upwards which has the few crew quarters and passenger quarters upwards um and then uh forward from the bar is the bridge where the bridge doesn't really have uh it has a door but you haven't seen that door closed in god the whole time you've been here uh, Lysandra keeps it uh open uh so Lysandra you can see her and Amara in the the bridge from where you are at the back of the hallway towards the cargo bay and you can't make out what they're saying but there's definitely that feeling of like panicky panicky movements you see Amara like move Lysandra away from the computer screen
1: if i if i was kind of like in that hallway then and i and i saw the bridge and and then um potentially saw everyone in the bar i would probably go mm. to the bridge first mm. um and interrupt whatever conversation they were having and just uh captain the, the door is closed, it's
7: closed. and
0: she And she turns to you from where she's been nudged away from the computer by Amara and she looks at you. And again, it's the moment of like, you've only known her maybe for a few months, like several uh, different passages from one place in space to another, but Mm -hmm. she looks paler than you've seen her and a little bit of sweat on her brow and kind of just like, this doesn't happen. What am I supposed to do on her face? And she nods at you and she's like, good yes um did we finish loading before or
6: no i am so sorry
0: uh, we can we have we no boxes we have no cargo we can worry about that later amara um god i hate i hate to ask this of you but can can you get us out of this free fall i don't i i i and she uh trails off but you can see her like stuttering like i don't know what to do
4: i look at her and i say yes ma'am i'm working on it and i go back to my button button brushing Okay, so
0: I'm going to need from you again. I'm sorry to do this to you, Todd. Can I, can I interact real quick? Oh,
4: twice.
2: So I didn't realize there was a full free fall.
0: Yes, sorry, point. yes.
2: I I re- I thought you meant we were just kind of like sh- stuff was shaking. I didn't realize there was a beginning of a free fall. Yeah. So at this point, I hit a button on the wall. Mm. It's the back of the bar. The whole bar drops. And there's oh, like a room. into
0: like a safe place?
2: Yes, there's a room behind there. That's where basically all of my stuff is. Um, I grab um, Elby. Mm. If she lets me, I don't grab hard. I just like grab her by the wrist and I pull her into that room and hit the button behind me and it makes a, like a loud beep noise. And then the door closes. And then when we get in there, you see basically like a bed in like some shelving and um just enough like security that it's a smaller room
0: mm. so we won't
2: be in a giant bar there's anymore. not like
0: chairs and tables the, yes. rolling all over the place okay do you uh go with him Galpi? are you resisting at all or are you like yeah that's a great idea
5: no i'm i'm new here and the ship's falling and i'm following whoever looks okay like they know what's happening okay so <laughs> no Galpie- one save me So Gelpi and uh, Cletus
0: go into the back room of the bar where Cletus, since he's been here for 20 years, he's got like an extra larger space. And by extra large, I mean like two closets instead of one closet. It's super fancy. Um, And Uskar at the front of the ship, Uh, Amara here's the here here it is again i'm so sorry to ask you to be the only person to make roles to start but you wanted to pilot a ship so you get to pilot a ship again. um you uh this is probably a dexterity and pilot it, it calls for like quick maneuvering um and i would say that in order to get the ship out of free fall Um, you're probably going to need to get more than the eight for programming. It's probably going to be a 10 difficulty because the captain of the ship wasn't able to do this, but hopefully Amara can. Okay.
4: Um, let's fingers crossed everybody in chat. So I do, sorry. I I go to the, the program and then Dex Dex, um, this is for pilot, not program. Sorry. Oh, right
0: yeah this is definitely in piloting the ship to try and get it to uh stop its free fall and level out so you can control it and get to somewhere else safer
4: okay sorry i'm gonna have to do it manually for some reason it's not popping up like it did earlier
0: um your Uh-oh. skills
4: oh i whispered it, it to you there it goes thank you
0: mm-hmm fingers crossed <laughs>
4: oh no that is
0: not a 10 so uh (laughs) double it todd rolled a 2d6 i got a four and a two um so you see uskar you're in the bridge and ta um amara is standing at what is usually the captain's station and placing her hands on this you probably actually haven't like, I don't know how often you're in the bridge, but you probably haven't seen this screen. It's the manual piloting screen. Usually it's just on autopilot. Um, so she places her hands on the screen and she does some quick movements. Like, what does it look like for you? It's not like a joystick, it's, it's two hands on a screen. Um, do you, like, are you looking like, are you shaking? What is it that causes you to fail? Is it just not enough knowledge?
4: Is it that you feel a lot of pressure? Um, I would say it's something as simple as I was supposed to press that button and instead I did I pulled this handle oh and... like you fat thumbed
0: a different button that you weren't yeah. supposed to press. in
4: that moment i realized that and just like kick the table next to us and
0: there's some uh you see from the front like window of the bridge that classic um heat signature of like going very quickly into an atmosphere and you see that the ship like the the ground is approaching ever quicker and Lysander. uh Uh, is just like absolutely panicking and she goes around you and she goes to the other, um, the co-pilot screen and she pulls up the same piloting, uh, the manual piloting screen and she's trying desperately to help you. Um, are you, are you willing to try again? Are you, like, I give I mean, up, yeah. this is awful? yeah. Uh, just try again? Absolutely. I'd rather not die. I would say that right now, because of the speed at which we are approaching the planet, you probably have two more chances to try and get this right before you're just gonna be preparing for a crash landing. So, each, like, th- this time is probably the same difficulty. It's probably a
4: 10. I'll go ahead and say that Lysandra... Okay. Lysandra is, um, with helping extra. you. I know my expert i can redo a skill check can can we do that in this circumstance and i'll have yes
0: absolutely yes
4: so um let me
0: just check i think that it's just like one skill check a session if i'm yeah i think i think you're right can i kind of uh
3: have like a little dialogue moment here where um
0: would you if you wanted to where are you you can come up to the ships uh i think i'm Kind of
3: in the hallway out Mm-mm-mm. between the uh, the cargo bay and the bar, uh, Uskar kind of ran off. Mm-hmm. I kind of double-checked my surroundings, kind of braced myself, made sure my mag boots were kind of activated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at this point, I kind of open up my little data pad and try to ping the captain and just be like, hey we're falling cap like what's going on
0: there's a uh you hear amara and uh uskar i guess you're still in the bridge you hear over comms onto the bridge the voice of cubit being like hey we're falling <laughs> uh, i think lysandra like smacks the comms panel is like i know i'm working on it
6: no that's how i broke it
0: Aye, <laughs> cap thanks
3: uh I'll just uh, I'll just kind of stand here if you need me.
0: <laughs> um I okay, so yes, you are able to reroll a failed skill check. You uh take the new roll if it's better. So um if you wanted to reroll this skill check, um the pilot plus decks, that's absolutely a way that you can use that skill. okay right, let's do that.
4: Wish me luck. Good luck. Yeah forever.
0: It's it's a 6. So this <laughs> That's was better. better. That's better. <laughs> so this Is was the wrong? reroll on the previous one. Um obviously it's still not a 10, so that um continues uh you like I said, you have kind of like three chances to get this and at this instance, the thing that's making it a different role that you're able to try again would be that now, uh, Lysandra is trying to help you. Um, so she's going to go ahead and do the, uh, I believe it's the aid aiding a skill check. So, um, what she's doing is she went over to the co-pilot screen and is trying to help you. She doesn't have a whole lot of skills as a, pilot but she does have a skill as a leader being that she is the captain so i'm going to go ahead and roll and see if we can give you a bonus to yeah. trying to save the ship from certain demise um so relevant skill check i believe she's using dexterity and lead and you hear her um she's probably just yelling at the computer and you hear the AI voice of the computer be like, I am not able to, I'm not, I'm not able to understand what you're in. It's just like, she's just yelling. So let's see if she can get a success. I would say that in order to assist you, because she's not trying to succeed on this skill check. She's just trying to help you succeed. So it's probably an eight that she needs. And I would go ahead and give her a plus one to lead. So let's see. She doesn't get it she's panicking she's not able to help you um i'm not going to be super mean and say that she hinders your role but there is definitely chaos happening in the bridge of the ship and uskrar you see it you see like that both of uh both amara and lysandra are at the two ships stations lysandra is yelling at the computer um pressing a bunch of buttons and so far the ship is still pointed down I towards the planet.
1: Say to both of no, them, "Please,
0: with
6: all due respect, to stop touching things."
4: <laughs> Cubit! I yell. I yell through comms. Cubit, get in here. I, I pop open my little tablet. I, mm. uh, you're not Cap. Who are you?
0: <laughs> You hear in the background of Amara's call that the captain is just berating the ship's computer, which is just saying, like, I do not understand what you're requesting. I do do not understand. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm on my way. And then I close the little tablet. Please run fast! (laughs) Start running my way down the hall. Okay, so Cubit, you get to the bridge and you see this happening. The captain is pretty much just, like parading the computer and wishing that she'd spent a little more time in the last 20 years re-upping her pilot license and Amara is standing at what is usually the captain's computer station with her hands on the manual piloting looking like oops I just pressed a button I shouldn't have and I don't know what to do. I'm not uh, so I would absolutely say that, like, any one of you would be able to try and aid this role, but you'd have to tell me, like, what it is that you're doing um, with a skill that you have in order to try and help.
1: He's- is there, a, uh, like, a max? Um, like, in, when we played Numenera, the, I think the max you could add was, like, two to somebody's roll. Um, mm. Is there, like, a max amount of people that can help? or
0: um, Multiple PCs can try to help, but the acting PC can't earn more than a plus one total bonus. Oh, so, okay. like, if Lysandra tries to help and she fails, like, other people can also try and help, but you can only get a plus one.
2: Mm-hmm. Is that okay. added to the six?
0: Uh, that's added to the, the 2d6 and okay. whatever your bonus is to... Um, pilot as it were
2: okay well
1: Uskrar is feebly attempting to help by pointing over um Amara's shoulders and just press that one okay no press that one
6: okay that one (laughs) but
0: um so are you using lead are you trying to direct her are you using talk are you using
1: I think uh in all honesty here I'm trying to survive um but I actually I mean... forgot that was a skill um but I'm I'm also mostly like uh I think like he said he was feebly trying to help like if cubit's actually going to 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 help and step in he's just yelling over Amara's shoulder
0: okay um, so survive is like obtaining the basics of food water and shelter in a hostile environment so I'm not sure if that would hostile. be a useful skill here um cubit you absolutely have the ability to also be like, I think that I am doing this thing, like maybe trying to like boost the engine to be more yeah, helpful.
3: I'm not, I'm not sure where I can use my fix more. Like try to like get sort of like a route to the pilot or should I be doing something more with the engine at this point? I'm not I would say that fix
0: is probably more um it, it works like if you want to use fix that's going to work more on like i try and boost the power to the engines so we can more quickly like get up and out of the atmosphere that's absolutely a role that you can make to assist or make a little bit easier amara's role that she needs to make in terms of piloting also todd like this is not like i knew going in that you were not like a Super great pilot, you're a level one character, whatever happens, blessings. like it's absolutely not your fault. Like, I have plans for whether we crash or we don't. So, like, you're not gonna die if you guys crash into the planet. Like, there are plans to continue after that. So, I'm just letting you know that I'm I was not just joking you weren't about lying. crashing, guys. Like, you weren't I'm lying. Like, I'm... She's
1: like, I'll kill your character in the first episode, Jay. <laughs> don't try me.
0: I just don't want can you, can you to feel like I'm putting you on the spot. Like, it's no. just like, no, you're fine. Can we at least okay.
2: make sure the liquor is safe? That's yes, the liquor simple. the I'm liquor scared.
0: absolutely is safe. You will still have liquor when Gotta this beer, guys. when this ends. Um okay. So, uh Qubit, you can absolutely roll um I believe fix you could roll um intelligence and fix or wisdom and fix. Okay. Wisdom would be more like You just press a bunch of buttons that you know like okay if i do this and i do this and i do this intelligence would be like i make a bunch of calculations in order to like put the ship's engines at the optimal efficiency to get out of the atmosphere or something like that
3: i think i'm going to look at cap and be like we're going with plan b and i think i'm going to try to do a strategic step
0: of you know button presses okay and so so you know this engine better than anyone because you've tinkered with it and you've made sure it's in good working condition and maybe you've made some edits to it so um you absolutely can either from the bridge or if you want to like run down the hall and go down into the engine room and do some levering and some button pressing um either way like you can make this roll it'll be um wisdom and fix
3: okay so i think i'm gonna go with wisdom and mm-hmm. so I say ask and go whiz? Yes. Okay. And then skills? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And to go whiz.
0: And then... And you just need to get an eight to be able to give her a plus one on her piloting. And so
3: what, what, what do I click on here?
0: Um, do you have the uh, quick skills? Mm-hmm. That'd be fixed? yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's asking for a modifier. Uh, I don't think you have a modifier on so this. Leave it at zero yes okay okay so you absolutely do some magic with the engines you get an 11 on that roll you work some magic with the engines and amara from the front of the ship you can feel um that something has changed you see there's a a signifier or a dial that shows the engine capacity and like how well it's running and it goes from probably like average Just suddenly like there's this major boost and you know like you can feel that cubit has done something to try and like help you out so go ahead and you would have a plus one modifier on your roll to do another pilot index to kind of try and like get you out of this like head dive
6: i'm like see i told you it wasn't that button
0: this is just yelling over your shoulder yeah okay so still not quite there you're almost there we got an eight I I sit down and I throw up. No, you sit down and throw up. Okay, Ah! so Uskar, you're, like, pointing at things, and you're like, no, 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 that one. And you look down, and you see that the ship uh, starts to level out, and Amara looks, like, a little bit, like, maybe, maybe. And then, like, it judders a bit, and there's, like, another, like, and it's still heading down, and the uh, amount of, like, not flame but like heat and hot metal at the front of the ship is like the whole front of the ship is glowing red and you see like a little crack start in the glass on the front of the ship and amara just like leans down (laughs) and like looks like she either is going to or is throwing
4: up okay throwing up ah (laughs) <laughs> ah! Uscar, 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 it's okay
3: We have it's to okay, leave the buddy. room It's okay, buddy Alright, come with me Come. It's with me. going to blow Come with me, we're gonna go to the engine room Let's go, let's go I am go. going
6: to bar oh, Engine <laughs> room, engine room I come to engine room I will help you
3: <sighs> So I think at this point Cubit kind of looks at both of them mm-hmm. Just kind of Okay, well that one's No, and that one Okay, Uskar. We gotta, we gotta fix this.
6: Can you be pilot?
3: So I, uh, okay. I think I'm just gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make this engine work. We're gonna, we're gonna yeah. get us out of here.
6: I'm
1: gonna like smack a, a wall. We fix.
0: <laughs> we fix. Grab my wrench. Okay. Okay, so what is it that you want to try and do here? Um, so this is we had two tries already. So we have enough time to have one more try to kind of like either get you out of this head dive or fix or alter the ship's momentum to try and maybe make the landing a little like more of a controlled landing or like a softer landing. Um, what is it that you you're trying to do? Do we have any sort of um, like we don't have a drop ship or anything? No, the ship's no. not big enough to have one of those.
3: Um, okay. I would like to maybe try to help prepare for some sort of, like, abrasive landing. Okay. If there's anything I can do.
0: Um, so from the... So you're in the engine room, both of you are now, and Amara, you're kind of looking, like, panicked, vomiting, just, like, absolutely sick, because you've tried twice and you just can't. It's too much to ask of a a space bus driver. Um, Lysan... uh, Sorry, I keep saying her name wrong. Lysandra, she, uh looks over at you and she says you need to get the other members of the ship to the um it's not an escape pod it's like a emergency room where the, the only chairs that actually have seat belts are in this one room at the back of the um the quarters the ship's quarters so it's up the uh stairs instead of down the stairs and at the back you're like you need to get the you need to get the crew to the emergency room and strap in this is gonna well i mean that's your best chance to survive go okay and i get and she's gonna try and mess around with the ship to like again um she calls you cubit in the engine room and says cubit are you down there i'm here Cap. i need you to full reverse on the engines and try and slow us down at least a little bit i'm gonna do my best to control this landing from here. But after you do that, I need you to go to the emergency room and strap in. You got a cap. There's okay. No so and like, I'm just, so from you, Cubit. I'll need a roll to, uh, again, like fix and probably dexterity because you're trying to do this quickly. Um, in order to just like put the engines on like full hard reverse as hard as you can to kind of just slow you down.
3: Okay. Um, so in fix, I do dexterity and
0: then, okay. Okay. So did you just roll an 11? Perfect. So that's definitely enough. You've, uh, you've, you've put the engines in full reverse. You feel the like backwards motion of the engines. Like when you're landing a plane and you feel the ship fighting against gravity to slow down and, um, Amara, uh, not Amara, I'm sorry, L- Lysandra calls to you from the the bridge. She's like, thanks, Cubit, now get strapped in. And then she shuts off the comms.
3: I think I'll look at Uscar and, and be like, we gotta go.
6: Yes, okay, I am grabbing the captain, and then you go!
3: I'll meet you there, Uskrar.
6: Okay. I'm, I'm gonna run to the bridge,
1: uh, mm. if I can, uh, wherever, you know, we both climb up, and I'll split off back to the bridge, and, um, is, is uh Lysandra there still
0: yeah she's she's there uh, Amara have you already
4: yeah I bolted I went and got uh gelpie and and Cletus
0: okay so um for now we'll stay with Lysandra and Uzgar, and then we'll go back to you going to get gelpie and Cletus but um, Usgar you enter the bridge and Lysandra is standing at the captain's She's probably she's probably sitting in her captain's chair. she's wearing her uh, jaunty uh, captain's jacket with and she's like it's got a little bit of sweat stains under the armpits now and she's got the um, the manual piloting screen up in front of her and she's looking like, she's got the face of the captain from the titanic when he's like standing there as it goes down <laughs> she's like very much like i'm just gonna i'm gonna do this this is my ship i'm gonna go down Resigned. with my
6: ship yeah um i'll run in and I'll be, captain we must we have to go
0: Uskar, you have to strap in go to the emergency yes, room have now come
6: to come, too, come on
0: the, the autopilot can't handle this someone has to be here to try and you know
6: Yeah, not to die Give it a, one more try, one more try, and then we go. And if you say no, Whisker is carrying you. Whisker is very really sorry. <laughs> I bow, <laughs> but I am very sorry, but I am carrying you.
0: Okay, so we jump back to Amara as she runs into the bar. Um, you two are you in the in the room behind the bar? Can you still see that from the bar, or is it just like the bar is empty?
2: Well, I can hear I can hear her coming. I can hear right. the steps. Mm-hmm. so as she's walking in you hear something like a the thing rises again mm-hmm. and you can just see my head poking out like is it is, what's going on like is it okay out there what's going we, on
4: we have to make it to the emergency room we're crashing
2: Right like we're not we're gonna crash
4: yes we're, we're gonna crash and if you don't make it to the emergency room now we're gonna die come with me What
2: about all the
4: the bar? Don't worry about the bar, Cletus. It's okay.
2: All all right. Let me get... Let me... Should I grab any... What should I grab? Grab yourself. Let's go. Okay. I'm coming. I'm coming.
5: And Gelpie will stand up, too, and kind of, like, help get uh, Cletus out of the room and say, Come on, Cletus. Like, we'll we'll come back to the bar. It'll be fine. Cletus, for... Let me get for back. effect, do you grab
0: like a bottle of your favorite liquor to take with you to the emergency you know room? It. Yeah, you I was, gonna, it. I was you gonna, got, like
1: to say. a Yamazaki 12 hanging out somewhere.
0: Oh, yeah. For grab sure. Two models,
1: <laughs> slide him in
2: the coat.
0: Okay, so um, the three of you, and I'm assuming like the to be named future NPCs that are the, the other passengers and crew, um, get strapped in in the emergency room, which is basically the highest and furthest back part of the ship. It actually has like padding on the walls and uh, uh, seat belts basically to strap yourself in. And this is what would effectively be uh, an emergency pod for if the the ship were to crash like it is now. It doesn't have an escape pod, but this is that um, for for what this ship has it's an old ship so it's the most uh,
2: armored spot in the ship basically absolutely
0: yeah it's 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 made for exactly this for trying to save the members of the crew while um a a crash were to be happening and uh we have uskar and lasandra at the in the bridge still as you can see you now can no longer see the horizon it's just, like, forest and rock and ground and grass in front of you. And this is, like, last-ditch last effort to try and land the ship in anything that resembles an actual landing and not, like, a horrible flaming crash. So, um, are you attempting to help the captain at all with yes. this, Uzbar? Okay.
1: Now I will use my lead skill. Because I, I was trying to convince her, like, one last try. Um, right
0: okay so i would say that's charisma and lead then if you're basically just saying like don't just give up captain Uh that could also be talk okay
1: um i think i'd, I'd go uh lead that makes mm-hmm. sense um i completely forget how to roll a skill here um, okay
0: so where it says ask uh you would go ahead and use the drop down to make it charisma
1: um i where's the ask sorry
0: Um, it's, sorry, it says lead, and then it says ask, and then there's a drop-down menu, um, where the skills are on the character sheet.
1: Oh, my page wasn't big enough. Hold on, maybe I have to... No, I don't see it. I'll just roll, um...
0: I'll put charisma in there and see if it works for you. Okay. I whispered you the skills.
1: Um, oh, yeah, here we go. Okay. Um, lead... Thank mm-hmm. you. No modifier, no? no
0: nope. This is to assist the captain. That is not going to be <laughs> enough. You got a, oh,
7: <laughs> no. got a two. You
0: rolled a two, oh. so that will not be enough to help the captain. Um, I I'm gonna make one last ditch effort, and oh. if I manage this, then I guess the ship will be okay. It might need some repair, but it will be space-worthy again. But if I can't, then we'll see. So. Let's see. Did I give her, I gave her a plus one last time, but I made very clear that she hadn't gotten Mm -hmm. her pilot's license. So I'm just going to give her a zero. So this is a flat 2d6 and she still has to get, um, honestly, probably at this point, a, a 12, because the ship is just like straight shot into the ground from here. I don't get that i get a seven so you the see captain attempt to pull the ship back and it's just fighting her even with the thrusters on full reverse the ship is just like it, it can't actually she doesn't have the technical skill that would be required to get it to back off of this straight descent um and she looks at you and she's like if i stay here i can i can i can help you just, you have to go to the emergency room, you have to strap in, Uskar. Ah! We could save everyone else, just let me do this, this is my ship.
6: Okay! Okay. Uskar, I hope you survive. You're the best captain! I'm gonna bow again. Thank you, also prettiest lady.
0: Now, Uskar. Okay! Run! I'm like,
1: bowing out as I go backwards and I'll turn around and, and run.
0: Okay, because you did stick around to try and help her, you're gonna have to make a roll to get to the emergency room and strap in before your ship just hits the planet surface. Yeah. So, um, that's gonna be, uh, I think, dexterity and exert.
2: Okay. Also, real quickly, I didn't add something mm-hmm. that I would like to add at this moment, but I, I had plenty of time because of the the incident of ours was earlier. Yeah. I walk with a cane and very slowly. Okay. So yeah. at this point, I did make it. But I just want you to know, going forward, it's very
0: for the takes future. Me a long
2: time to travels.
0: So. Okay, for sure.
1: Yeah, I don't know why my uh, my ask button isn't on my sheets. Probably because it's popped out. Um, you said exert.
0: I said exert. Yeah.
1: Okay. Is that in and- the? Oh, there it is. Okay. Da-da-da. A twelve.
0: Okay, so you got a twelve. So you book it down this hallway, like basically jump from the lower hallway up the ladder and you bust into the emergency room um, with the four members of the passengers and crew and probably like two or three other people basically just shaking and looking pale like they're certain they're going to die and they see you bust in and um, one of them is like, where's the captain?
6: "Who's cry, where's captain at? She d- did not come.
2: You got you. She's got to come. She's have to go. She's there to save
1: all, all of us. I'm going to like close the door. Start to yeah. strap myself in.
2: No, don't close the door. She's coming. And as coming. soon as
0: you, as coming. soon as you like get the last, uh, because you did make this roll, you got a 12. As soon as you get the last buckle done on your belt, you all feel like the you hear the crunching of metal you feel you go from like going super duper fast to just immediately stopping there's the skidding feeling of landing on a tarmac except for there's also like bumping and rolling you can feel the gravity change as like your hair is like long it's long and then it goes flat and then it's long and then it goes flat like it's obvious that the ship is rolling even though you're in uh you're strapped into your seats and we will take a break here as the ship hits the planet's surface and find out what it is that our intrepid heroes are going to do next Welcome back, everybody, to episode one of the Bystanders. As you will see, um things have gone from zero to crashed in uh, quite a short amount of time, and I definitely didn't plan it exactly to be that way. i it was yeah, I did. I was give i gave I gave Amara and the captain a chance to potentially pull off saving the ship from certain destruction, but you know sometimes you just got to crash a ship episode one. So, uh, you all are currently in the emergency room strapped in things have finally settled down. You can feel your body is now stopped and not on a a race from lower atmosphere to planet surface. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you do?
2: I'm grunting right now really bad. I'm just like, Oh God. And I'm basically panning back and forth to make sure everyone else is Okay. Y'all okay? Everybody all right in here? Yes.
5: Uh, Once we are landed, uh, Gelpie's probably going to start fumbling in her backpack and pull out her bio scanner and just start kind Mm -hmm. of like looking and kind of checking everyone to make sure everyone's okay. Just kind of going into like crisis mode if they'll let her check.
2: Just a heads up, all my medical stuff is in the bar still. Yeah. Um, So
0: everyone that is in the emergency room is for the most part fine other than like some bumps and bruises. The room did its job. Uh, I'm not gonna, like, be like, okay, now roll to see whether you lost a limb, everybody. Uh, no, the room did its job, and everyone here is, for the most part, fine. Um, the door is still closed. Uh, we don't know what happened to uh, Captain Lissandra, but we can probably guess.
6: <laughs> oh, no.
0: So, like, you you sit for a moment, and you're checking to make sure that everyone's okay with your bio scanner, and everyone's kind of just, like calm, like, quiet, and, like, is it... Is it over? And uh, no one comes to the door to like open it up or anything.
1: I'll unbuckle, stand up. I figure I'm probably closest to the door anyways.
0: Because you were the last one and that makes sense, yeah.
1: Start to undo the hatch if it feels like we're okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And the the hatch opens, and you see the upper level of the the passenger quarters. The any doors that were open, there's pillows, blankets, and backpacks and things strewn about. But it's definitely not like on fire or anything.
6: Okay, return. It, uh, it looks safe-ish.
2: Who's Yes you should go see where captain is make sure she's
6: all right yes that is what i am doing yes um
1: i'm just kind of i think i'm standing at the door they're just kind of looking around um, uh-huh. kind of in shock and then i'll mm-hmm. start to uh if i can just whatever traversable terrain um, right so
0: there's the the way that we described it before is there's a ladder from the passenger level down into the main level of the ship where the bridge and the bar and the cargo bay are and then there's a ladder from there into the belly of the ship where the ship's uh engines would be Mm. um you can definitely feel that like the ship isn't like when you're in space and the engine is on there's a bit of a like purring or a low vibration that you can always kind of feel and it's absolutely still like mm. no no engine no anything silence if there's any computer screens they're black and they're not on
1: um yes that's probably a little unfamiliar um is that I might have missed it sorry is it it at least like walkable uh like yeah it's
0: just there's a bunch of people's stuff is around like it got thrown out of their um bunks but it's not like the top level of the ship is not Mm -hmm. damaged in any way you're not like seeing like the floor is untraversable or anything it's just a bunch of junk got thrown around
1: okay it is it is safe um if anyone's underwear is there I'll kind of skirted off to the side for their shame (laughs) not for mine and uh i'll start to head down the ladder Mm -hmm. kind of take in the surroundings again and and just then head straight to the bridge if i can so
0: when you uh go down the ladder you will finally notice the dam like the amount of damage that has been done to the ship and Mm -hmm. that amount of damage is that the front of the ship has been crumpled like an accordion Um, it is like the bridge is absolutely inaccessible. Um, it's just been like slammed against the, the surface of the planet. And you also notice that, um, the floor underneath you in this level of the ship is definitely got some different dings and curves and you can feel below in the, uh, engine room. Like there's definitely, uh, like an arch as if the mm. stuff in the engine room have has been pushed up, probably from again landing on yeah. the planet's surface.
1: So, like I go uh, to go to the bridge, but the bridge has come to me essentially, and I'm just like staring at a crumpled wall. like kind of yeah. I think like the second the second I'm coming down the ladder there, and I see that, I would immediately just like, oh, oh, um, and then climb back up and start to kind of like walk, a little pout. Back to the uh, back to the door, and hmm. whatever anyone's doing, I'll just kind of. She is dead. Oh. She didn't make it.
5: What do you mean, dead?
6: The the front of the ship is i uh, I'll just make the squishing motion. Um, it is it is now the middle of the ship.
4: I'm just like still strapped in my seat with my hands or my head in my hands, overwhelmed with guilt.
3: I think Cubit starts to unbuckle and says she's a good cap, but we still have the ship. We gotta, we gotta get this fixed. And just start trying to like assess the situation. I
6: think think the engine is in half. It's like a triangle. You can feel it through
2: the floor. I'm basically completely in shock right now because I think I had the longest relationship.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You knew the captain for like 20 years for sure.
2: My heart actually just went all the way to my feet, and it's really hard for me to actually make words. But my next thing is to pull the bottle out of my coat mm-hmm. and take a drink. Do you think
6: she might still be in there? yes, I, th- I think she is still there, but I do not think she's alive. can we go look make yeah, sure she's can we stabilize.
2: can maybe help her
1: I'll I'll like motion if you want to see um, Yeah
5: maybe we can stabilize her
1: and I'll like come down the ladder and kind of wait expectantly next to the crumpled door.
0: Um, um yeah, so uh, is anyone following going down the ladder with Uskrar?
2: I immediately follow
0: okay i'll go with them as well
2: yeah i'll help him down the ladder too right he uses cane, i mean we've got so. two medics we're gonna come check as soon as we can
0: okay so when you two get down the stairs you see the same thing the floor beneath you is obviously uh buckled up a little bit because of like it, no one's been or tried to go downstairs, but it's definitely there is damage at the bottom of the ship. And then when you go towards the bridge, um, you can see that the metal itself has crumpled in and made the bridge absolutely inaccessible. When you, If you were to go outside, this is the part of the ship that is like in the ground. Um, so chances are there's like... I mean you could try and like roll a notice skill but it's super super obvious that i mean you, even the ship and its metal components and it's like a uh, double walled glass front is like absolutely flat like no one could survive that
2: so i lean i basically walk as soon as i notice what i see mm-hmm. and i recognize what basically he was expi- explaining
7: mm-hmm.
2: i go over and there's like this Section where it's almost like a, a metal uh, square, and it's got trees in it. It's kind of like a centerpiece to the the main area. And I sit down, and I put my hands on my cane, and I just start weeping. Basically, my character just starts weeping. It's going. Uh, Gel-
0: it okay, Gelby. This man uh just like uh welcomed you as soon as you got aboard the ship like like tried to pull you into his uh quarters to save you and like helped you get like do you do you do anything do you try and comfort him or do you just like leave him be and be like this is you know a private moment
5: uh galpy will probably walk past him and give him a little pat and she's gonna head towards the bar and just start tidying up the bar right she's just gonna start picking up pieces and putting them down, like not really knowing what to do, but- Right,
0: so the bar, uh, a lot of the furniture has been like moved all around. Um, There's a little part that is like towards where the bridge would be that you can see like some of the crumpling effect happened uh, at the far end of the bar, but for the most part, it's okay um aside from like any glasses that weren't you know strapped in and prepared uh are definitely broken um some of the ones that were strapped in have cracked and maybe some of the liquid or alcohol is leaking out of them uh the uh this side of the ship is probably um a little like uh, slanted upwise, so the floor is a little slanted underneath your feet but you're still able to definitely try and Pick up the pieces and make it a little more move aroundable.
5: Yeah, I just want to get it as a, in better condition. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, after I've kind of cleaned up, I'll probably find any bottles that are out and head back over to Cletus. Yeah, well, mm-hmm.
1: while she's cleaning up, I'll, I I would comfort him with
6: like just a it is okay. It- it is okay. <laughs> and I'll pat I look
2: him on up. The back. I look up at you and basically like,
6: why didn't you tell her to come with you? I did. I did. I said. I said, okay. You try one more time, and then I I carry you. And she she say, you you cannot. I must save everybody. And so Whisker had to say to himself, Whisker, you have to choose the woman or everyone else's life. And Usklar said to himself, Usklar, you choose everybody's life. Well, maybe...
2: Maybe that was for the best then, Rukkar. She's a honorable and noble woman. She was a good woman, I'll tell you that. She would have had many husbands. Good, Good captain.
0: She would have had many husbands. I
2: many, love it.
6: Many, so many. <laughs>
0: uh, so, Cubit and Amara, you're still in the um, emergency room, still strapped in. Uh, Cubit, Amara is looking like guilt ridden, um, basically, with her head in her hands. Do you. Um, do you know Amara well enough to like address this? Are you just gonna like go check on the engine where you spent most of your time? What is your reaction to this moment? I think I get up kind of unbuckled. I walk towards the
3: door, but I kind of like brace myself. I turn around, kind of make a second, second judgment call and say, you know, it wasn't your fault. Things happen, we can fix it, we can move on. And I kind of extend out my hand and say, We got some work to do.
4: I um, Amara is still like with her head in her hands, going over just like that moment of pulling the handle and not pressing the button. Um, and kind of, and here's here's what cubit has to say and and uh, just like nods nods her head but still like remains kind of still and not moving
0: um, so, I mentioned before that there were two other, two or three other, let's just say two for the sake of me not getting NPCs m- m- mixed up, uh, crew and or passengers, um, one of those people is a passenger, so passengers of this ship, uh, not Gelpie obviously, because she's new, but Cubit, Uskar, and Amara, um, what, who is this other passenger, and, like, do you remember when they came on board or um, was it just someone that you never really talked to? Let's get this set setting as to who remains alive.
1: Are they a woman or a man?
0: Uh, we could roll for it. I
1: gotta, I gotta figure this out.
0: Roll 1d2. If it's a one, it's a woman. If it's a two, it's All a
1: right. man. 1d2. All right. So woman okay. absolutely would have uh, introduced myself um, at some point.
0: Okay so it's a female passenger i think that as opposed to every other member of the passenger who is also trying to be like kind of crew this person is literally just trying to get from point a to point b uh she was moving from the planet uh halve in the Loico system to the uh uh, Cozartisk system and the planet Karis. Uh She's very religious. Um, she was moving to try and um, be uh, helpful in the process of co- accomplishing the great work. She's very quiet. She spent most of the time in her room and some of the time in the bar. Uh, she, you would know her, Cletus. She, okay. uh, her name is. I'm gonna check the names list her name is uh savara um and uh, i don't think that she has ever had or used a last name she just introduced herself as savara and um she is very slight and demure she has like very long black hair and um when she whenever she would come into the bar she would uh speak with you laugh at your jokes but always be like fairly like quiet and subdued and she doesn't, she is very religious. She always dresses in um, shades of white or blue, which are the colors of the, um, like not the, she's not like a clergy member, but she dresses in the colors of the church because she is like very devoted to the completion of this great work. Um, And she never like tries to proselytize, but you sometimes see her like, meditating in her quarters um probably like very often considering that you guys are in space for like weeks at a time um she had just joined on the previous jump and probably had spoken to each of you but probably cletus the most because you're the most talkative and she's kind of just like sitting in uh strapped into the chair in the emergency room and um, she has her like hands clasped together and her eyes closed and she's like doing breathing exercises basically. Um, The other person is a member of the crew and probably uh, again, Cletus, you would know this person the most because they're an actual crew member, the only other like full-time staff. Um, What was their job on the ship if the captain was the captain and you're basically in charge of like, all food and beverage consumption and ordering. Um, what was this third person's job?
2: Uh, Basically like a person that would do any kind of onboard, like, uh, bringing stuff on, taking stuff off. Okay. So they're in
0: charge of like the, uh, ordering and distribution of cargo to like make money with the. correct. Okay. Okay. Trade, trade. Right. Absolutely. That's important when you make all of your money and pay for your ship by just offloading and unloading cargo so this person's name is i think they're kind
2: of they're kind of my connection to the outside world so their stories Mm -hmm. when we talk in the bar are very enlightening for me because it gives me an opportunity to hear about what's going on at each port Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. so this person's name is uh gaius um, that's not Gaius from the Battlestar Galactica, but I guess it's Gaius anyway, and now he is Gaius from Battlestar Galactica. And, uh, his, yeah, he's, his name is Gaius. He's, um, very charismatic and personable. He always makes the best deals when it comes to like getting cargo for low prices and selling it for high. And he is a regular of the bar. He probably was not around for the amount of time that you have been cletus but uh he and you became like very like fast friends because you both love chatting and he likes to like hang out with you when you're um in between one system and the next he was always checking his compad to like communicate with other traders about what's the best de- deal And, um, he is right now probably looking a bit shaken up, but you can already see that he's kind of pulling himself together and moving past it. So, um, Gaius probably looks at, um, Cubit and Amara and, uh, Savara and is, like, straightening himself up, brushing off his jacket, and is like, um, I'm gonna go check out the ball and see, uh... Well, I'm going to drink a lot, and then we'll figure something else out. And he like uh, then,
2: then Cletus actually, as he's getting ready to st- as he stands up, he mm-hmm. just pulls out like this like nice little shot glass that he had, mm-hmm. and he pours a little bit and hands it to Gaius, and then drinks a big swig out of the bottle himself.
0: Um, and so uh, Gaius like sits down next to you, and he's he's he he uh, grabs like probably like on the floor there's a glass that is cracked but not broken and he like grabs it up off the floor and uh holds it out to you to get a a little pour a pour from your um bottle and is like well uh that's one way to end a job i suppose
2: yeah That uh, definitely didn't go the way we had planned it. I'll tell you that much. And then I pour a little bit in there for him.
0: I assume the captain and he points like towards the direction of the crumpled bridge.
2: Yeah, she didn't make it. She didn't make it. And then he puts his hands back on his cane, puts Mm. his head down on the hands and then begins to slightly weep again. Not too much, though.
7: Mm
0: -hmm. Not
2: as much as before. He's doing better now.
0: Gaius tips a little bit, just a tiny bit of the alcohol out of his glass and is like, you know, pour one out as it were.
2: (laughs) For the homies.
0: Yeah. um, Back in the emergency room, um, you see uh, Amara and uh, Cubit. You see Savara uh, take one deep breath and she looks up at you and she says... Do we know what happened?
3: Well, we crashed. Other than that, I have no idea.
0: (sighs) I was just, I was in my room, and then, well, you, Amara, ran past and told us we had to, I just, everything was fine, and and then it wasn't. Do we know how close we are to the city? Can we get help?
3: I think I, I kind of pull up my
0: data pad and kind of like tap it. Mm. Um, so I'm not 100% sure how like Wi-Fi works <laughs> in Stars Without Number. Um, you notice that the ship's computer and the ship's Uh, network isn't up isn't online obviously um the ship's computers are offline currently uh, probably because they were smushed um and uh there is probably like almost instantaneous connection anywhere on this planet you will notice that like you can connect and get uh like the radio chatter or whatever it is from um most of the cities that you're familiar with but there is no chatter currently coming out of the city that you were docked with so i'm not saying any
3: anything significant it's actually unusually quiet i think i need to do some some more investigation and i kind of just walk out of the room and look at look at everyone i look at amara and I kind of nod, mm. and, then I, and I and just pick up my tools, and I kind of just try to find something to work on.
2: I reach over, and there's another less broken glass that is, like, rolled our way, but it's sitting a little bit further from me. Mm-hmm. And I grab it, and I take my, like, overcoat, and I rub it inside. I pour a little bit in it, and it is as she's walking past me out into the center corridor, like Mm -hmm. the center area, I reach up to hand it to her as a gesture of like it's going to be okay.
0: Do you take it, Cubit?
3: I do. I I think I I look at the crumpled wall, I look down at everyone sitting there, I take it, and I just, I shoot it. I give it back to Cletus. Mm Mm-hmm. I say thank you it's
2: gonna, it's gonna be, be okay. okay it's gonna be all right
3: i think we kind of say that in unison like we look yeah. at each other yeah and like
0: it's gonna be okay
2: as long as we're okay it's gonna be okay
0: all right so cubit what is it that you're trying to like uh take a look for or uh look about on the ship like what what is cubit looking for when she pulls up the um the compad or like what are you looking for on in terms of like on the ship
3: um if we have some sort of like communication tower or like antenna i know that the the bridge was kind of collapsed Mm -hmm. engine is not really in a working state that i can kind of touch right now Mm -hmm. something just to like get a signal out or get a signal in something
0: okay um your compad would have the ability to do like planet range basically it's like a cell phone like you could call somebody who's on the other side of this planet but you can't call somebody who's on the moon right okay um so like you have the ability to contact um the the other cities on this planet or take a look at like what's going on in terms of like anything in the news or anything like that if you wanted to take a look okay
3: um i think i'll pull up some sort of i don't know if there's like a a news channel that's like the the known news channel of the planet mm, I'll, I'll pull that
0: up. yeah so there is there's there's probably like several different news channels but they all have the same thing on them and when you pull it up and do you have your like sound turned on or like typically um, how do you keep your like compad like it's probably like an ipad very like star trek you know how do you keep it do you like have it like it's immediately full sound or
3: I think I'm kind of reserved as far as I don't really. I might visit the bar or something every so often, but I'm not one to kind of sit and talk with people more reserved, mm-hmm. kind of quiet. I wouldn't say it's completely muted, but not mm-hmm. loud enough for anyone across the room to hear. If there's someone standing next to me, they might hear a, a little whisper of it.
0: Okay. Um, so you pull up the first news channel that you can see, and you see. Um, shots that are obviously from a satellite into the space outside of the planet sean and there are it it actually surprises you because it looks fake when you first see it but when they zoom in you see that these are actual real like massive battle cruisers and there are so many that they fill the sky completely surrounding the planet and they pan to several different satellite shots of this same thing and the newscaster's voice is basically saying like the Jorhild military has completely surrounded the planet Sean and declared a state of quarantine. No one is allowed in or out. There have already been independent ships that have attempted to get out of the planet's orbit and then shot down please again do not attempt to leave the planet's orbit you will be shot down we are currently trying to contact the government of sean and find out what if anything the jorhild military wants and why they have destroyed the city and like they give the city name of the city that you are attached to Um, and then there's a role at the bottom of the screen like classic newscaster um role where it says like the city of blank was targeted by several uh uh, nuclear devices and completely destroyed uh no warnings were given we are currently unaware of the reasoning behind this uh, attack and like this is just like going on loop and it's basically just like they don't have any information of like why this is happening Mm -hmm. but um yeah it appears you're under siege I think I kind
3: of freeze in the moment. I'm just holding my tablet phone thing, and I look to my to my right, I guess where everyone's still kind of sitting, mm-hmm. remembering the captain. Then I say, Cletus, I'm going to need another drink.
2: So I pull out the uh, yeah, the first bottle is completely empty so I pull the other bottle out and uh begin to break the seal on it and uh I grab the glass that she set next to me and I begin to pour into the glass another drink for her mm-hmm. tell tell me when
3: all right that's good that's good and
2: I, and then I hand the glass over to her as she I, was looking at the, the little screen
3: I was like grab the glass I think I, I'll hand the tablet to um, to Amara and say it's not your fault we have we have something bigger going on here and we need to figure it out
0: can you help? Amara you see again like the news uh, a bunch of military ships surrounding the planet you see the the scroll that says that, um, unprecedented attack on blank city, um, space elevator collapse, the civilian casualties in the hundreds of thousands, and um, that's just... They're kind of reporting like, this is awful. We don't know why.
4: I look up at Qubit and I I say, is this the only channel that you've been able to get? I think I
3: kind of look at it and I flip through you know, make a motion to flip through, and it's it's just blasting the same news reel on all the channels.
0: Um, there is one uh, pro Jorhildian news station because this is a planet that's in the Kozar disc, like um, uh, theocracy, but there are definitely like people here who are like friends who are like, it was just a space elevator collapse. The, um, the, Decimation was due to the fall, the falling debris. Like there was no um, nukes shot. There's no radiation in the atmosphere. And then there's a religious station that claims like it was an act of God that people in that habit in that city weren't contributing to the great work, and so that's the reason why um, there's a, a and like a very fringe like college radio. Uh, Or, college television station that says it was a uh, secret weapons test by fringe ultra violent sect of the Kozartisk like theocracy. Um, But that's all you have that's being like openly broadcast in this area.
4: This might be far fetched, but would I be able to try and like hack my way into a more like official?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's totally something you can do. So you are holding uh, Qubit's compad and you're kind of like going through like imagine you have a radio dial that you're just tuning to specific stations. And if you press scan, it only goes to these ones. But if you specifically dial it, you might be able to get more information. Um, That would be a uh, probably a program and intelligence role. And depending on, like, how high you get on the roll, I'll give you either more information or just, you know, what you got.
1: We believe in you.
0: So with an eight, you're able to tune in to, let's say that um, you can find that... There's some like shortwave radio from maybe like farms or some like minor terraforming stations in the area where they're just kind of like panicking and trying to call their family that are in the city, but there's no response. Um, But
2: yeah,
0: like a CB radio, radio. but you don't hear anything that's more official. You would have to have gotten like um, at least a 10 in order to hack into like any kind of military communication.
4: I just kind of look at Qubit and say, "This this seems sketchy. We need to find a better, a better outpost."
3: I I agree with you. I um, I'm kind of still kind of processing the images that I see and looking around, and I'm more like focused on like. In my mind, I'm thinking like, we have no ship. What are we gonna do?
2: I have a I have a quick question. Mm. So that. That pad is hers, right?
7: It yeah, was-
0: if you have if you have a compad in your uh, equipment that you got, you will also have a similar pad that's just able to access any kind of like news feed or like you probably have games on it. It's basically an iPad. That's what can, the comp that compad is. Can,
2: she, can she, since she's an engineer, would she not be able to maybe do better than?
0: She would be able to modify it to try and get like a wider range signal or like Like, there's absolutely the chance for a role of like, maybe I can fix it to get like more different, like basically like instead of just looking from the like 88 to 104, like if you could, you could fix it to try and get like the extra stations, if we're comparing it to radio Mm -hmm. Um, with Amara's trying to hack. Like that was basically like looking to see like if there was anything that she could specifically clue into that was extra information, but you could absolutely try again with fix instead for sure. Yeah,
3: I'd like to like to try that. I think in the in the panic, I kind of like snap to mm. and have a moment of clarity and say, Okay, let me try
0: something. Like maybe even Cleta suggests, like maybe you can fiddle with it. <laughs>
2: Hey, I, I I think you might want to grab that there and take another look at it.
0: You know, yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna try that. Let's uh, yeah, so absolutely you can here. fix. In this instance, uh, I think it's gonna have to be intelligence because like it's more like um, programming or hacking and less like just hitting a bunch of buttons and seeing if you luck out. Um, so yeah. Okay. Uh, skills fix. Okay. Um, so with an 11, I will, um, I will go ahead and give you and you probably li- like you have to turn up the volume to kind of like, h- listen to it basically as though you're trying to crack a safe, let's say, um, but you do with that, um, larger, uh, with that, uh, higher roll, with the role of an 11, you can, uh, hear what sounds like. A coded message, and when you get to like just the right station, basically like when you hear that last click on the safe, um, to your compad is beamed a uh, coded message um, that is just like repeating in text on your screen, but it is it is coded. Um, It's not uh, it's not readable as it is right now. You'd have to uh, break the code. I would. I I would.
2: I would actually say for a second there, like, I can hear it too, but I have no clue what I'm listening to.
0: Yeah, it sounds so like would, like Morse code or something.
2: Yeah, so I would look over at Amara, kind of, like, glare at her and be like, is there anything you think you can do with that?
0: Like, Amara, you've definitely, um, what is your history? Like, What? how do you know how to hack? Like, what is it that you've d- done or learned in your past that taught you how to hack?
4: that I would say is my uh, t- aside from pilot What is hacking can you hear me
0: oh yeah you just froze for just a second
4: oh sorry um oh yeah my it's saying my connection is unstable oh no yikes you're I good, think you're,
0: okay you're, good. Now, yeah.
2: you're good you're good right now
4: okay okay um yeah that would that's Amara's passion is hacking so she started on buses and they are crap ships and has had to figure out how to you know, hack their systems to make them a little bit better. Mm. Um, so that's kind of how she she learned that.
0: Right. So you're more used to hacking into, uh, like, an actual ship's computer, but it's not too much more difficult. You look at the, um, the code that is on the screen, and it's a series of, like, letters and numbers, but you can kind of see that there's like a symmetry to them that looks like a sim- like a similar code to the code you use for programming. Like it's absolutely something that you could try and make sense of if you wanted to.
4: All okay, right, yeah, so I would definitely take it back and uh, attempt to kind of do what I did before. Mm-hmm.
0: Now that you have the station, it should be easier to make sense of it. Um, so if you wanted to go ahead and make another program and int roll. Okay. Teamwork makes a dream work.
2: I just see them both huddling over it, Mm-hmm. working together <laughs> side by side.
1: Hopefully, Amara doesn't vomit again.
5: Frick. Did it work, hopefully?
0: I don't see it. Maybe a refresh?
4: It's saying 12 on mine, but I'm also saying it's saying that I'm not connected to the server.
0: Oh, oh. so you'll need to refresh the page. Okay.
4: Hopefully it keeps that twelve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, as Hopefully. soon as I make a great roll.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. As soon as you do, then it's like, well, I can't connect to the server. Sorry. Oopsie. Second life,
4: dude.
0: Yeah, I'll refresh and see if it can like grab that, but I'm not seeing it right now.
4: Yeah, it's. Yeah, I've never, I've never gotten this. I'm sorry. It's What
0: do like you think? Uh, let's take a vote, everyone. We can't see that she rolled a 12. Do we believe her?
4: It, I should have screenshot
0: yeah, it. Yeah,
1: you can screenshot. Send it in Discord.
0: But I or cracked. we
1: do trial by fire.
0: I would say a vote. I, I will give her the benefit part. of the doubt if all the rest of the crew is okay with that.
1: I believe that. I'm, I'm okay with it. It's terrible
0: Okay,
4: I would never lie.
0: All right. You would never lie. I believe you. Okay. Chat, um, we're going to believe in the 12, um, what you get, you're looking at the message, you like put it into your usual, like programming interface, um, like you copy paste it from qubits compad to your own. Um, and it takes you a moment, but you finally decode it. And, um, what appears on the screen in front of you is, um, it's the it's the Jorhildian military code like once you decode it it has like a from you know general whatever of the Jorhildian military to any uh, unit still stationed on planet immediately abort all missions and meet up with your uh, ship like it's basically telling them to like get the fuck off the planet it's a recall message Mm Hmm. Okay. From the ships that are like around the planet, sieging the planet, to any Jorhildian military stationed on Sean. Yeah, Can
2: we hear, hear this, this too?
0: The pad. Yeah, it's text. I'm
4: going to show it. To yeah. You guys.
0: So you see, when uh, Amara holds up the, the pad, you see this like very official-looking um, Jorhildian military message. It's like to all Jorhildian military units: stop immediately, evacuate Sean. Stop. Like basically, why
3: would they need to do dec- to decrypt that? I kind of like say out like just.
5: It's really odd.
2: Yeah, why would you need to hide something like that?
5: Well, if they're not letting anyone off the planet, and they're only letting themselves off the planet, I can only imagine what they're planning to do with the planet.
2: Wait, are you telling me they're going to
3: destroy it?
5: I mean, why wouldn't they let anyone else off? And why would they evacuate?
3: We said, well, we heard that there was a quarantine.
0: Uh, basically just like a, like a siege they were like not allowing anyone to to leave
3: well in the in the news you said something
0: yeah they were basically declaring like no one gets off no one comes in like okay. quarantine
2: i want to make it situation. clear really quick we were just stopping there right
0: yeah yeah you were we don't stopping really there we
2: have like a tie to that planet
0: no no okay. absolutely not like that was the point but we're where... not like oh that planet no 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 no! absolutely that was one of the reasons when we made characters there was something outside of this planet that you all need to get back to like you don't live here this is not your home Um, you can't just be like well I just guess I'll just stay here then like very pointedly there are things that you need or want to get back to that are not on the planet Sean
2: So now right now we're basically at the point of deciding what the heck is actually happening and why this is happening and less about like that planet, I believe.
5: Yeah, it's mostly like, what are we gonna do?
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, I'm gonna on my compad uh message one of my contacts. Are they
0: city. on this planet?
5: Yeah, they would be in. Um, right, problem? because you have hench. What was it that you had connected? Uh, connected. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Absolutely. So because I'm assuming you I was have here connection. For longer
5: than a week, right?
0: Yes, you okay. were waiting for pickup. <laughs> Like we are, I already mentioned before we started that like you could have that. So yes, you have contacts on the planet. Absolutely. So you want to message one of them?
5: Yeah, I just want to message one of them and um, just ask, is Jorhild in the city? Mm -hmm. And how are people in the city? Okay, so
0: what's the name of the person you're messaging and what is it that they do?
5: Uh, So I'm going to message Racket okay and he is a bootlegger okay um so doesn't really have loyal uh, loyalties mm-hmm. to either um causer or george Hild.
0: yeah he's kind of and, for his own
5: yeah and he's probably one of the only ones that knows my full okay story so
0: you message racket who obviously wasn't in the city that got destroyed because that would be really mean of me <laughs> um and uh it probably takes a little bit so like we can go ahead uh, ahead and have like more conversations while you're like waiting for him to get back because i'm assuming that he knows a lot of people that are probably like trying to talk to him oh yeah but eventually he would get back to you with like yeah i'm okay i don't know what's going on and yeah those guys are in the streets all over the place okay Mm -hmm. what are the rest of you doing
2: Uh, I've actually stood up at this point and I'm very, very slowly uh, kind of like meandering my way towards the bar. Um, I'm not entirely sure where uh, Usgar is, but I'm looking for him.
0: Mm -hmm. Where are you, Usgar?
2: Um,
1: To answer that, that requires a question. Uh, Were the captain's quarters in the now sandwiched quarters or no they they... were
0: they were upstairs with everybody they're probably more towards the front like kind of above the bridge so maybe like the captain's quarters are a little bit scrunched at the bottom um but she had like a double wide basically at the end of the hallway of the passenger bunks okay um Mm
1: -hmm. so i i i i'm in her room um, or lingering outside
2: of it maybe in fear of entering it um, but I'm... So I'm I just have you in my mind basically yeah. I want to know where you are to make sure you're okay because yeah. we're both kind of dealing with this at the same time. Mm-hmm. My ultimate goal right now is to make sure my bars okay.
0: Okay, so you're just like thinking I'm upon... just kind
2: of I'm kind of like hunched over quietly meandering towards the bar right now.
0: Okay, so you're in the bar. Um, Amara and Cubit and Gelpi and Gaius probably are sitting in this like wider hallway at the very center of the ship where the different ladders to go up and down are. Um, Uskar, you're right outside the captain's quarters. Um, what is Uskar doing?
1: I'm looking in. Um, I think I'm a little afraid to enter her room, um, mm-hmm. but I'm looking in uh, if the door is open uh, mm-hmm. to find like any kind of like does she have any like prized possession um, that I, I'd, I'd like to like I'm trying to bury her with it or at least. Uh, right, do some right, kind right, of right, right, thing. So something that she's used a lot or something that was precious to her.
0: Okay, so um, the I feel like the door has been like opened or stuck open is like halfway open if it's one of those sliding doors it's like open at the bottom but closed to the top and it looks like super broken um and if you uh, look into the room again like everything's kind of everywhere but there's more stuff in here than there would be in one of the passenger cabins because she's lived here on the ship for yeah. like the 20 years just the same way there would be more stuff in cletus's quarters and Cletus's quarters are larger because they actually stay on the ship all the time and um, her like bed was a little bit wider than a normal bunk and had like special pillows which are now like strewn all over the place. Um, she had drawers that are kind of like some of them are open some of them are jammed shut um, with like different clothes. she probably had, like a fair few like fake militaristic outfits like she loved the epaulets um and you see like now it's knocked onto the floor but it used to be on some kind of um hat stand basically it's this old-fashioned looking it's obviously not actually old it's been styled it's in the style of something that's old um but it's an old-fashioned tricorn hat Mm. that you remember like you've only been here for a short time but you remember there was one night where uh cletus and the captain were celebrating some kind of useless anniversary of the time when they thought they'd paid off the ship but it turns out that there were still like five years on the contract (laughs) but they celebrated anyway and she had worn this silly hat and been like really proud of it um so you see that on the ground
1: um yeah so I'm I'm probably just sitting there staring at it um Mm -hmm. outside of her doorway um just kind of like fighting with myself as to whether or not he should he should break the uh the privacy of the now dead person Mm -hmm. um is there the the emergency room is behind us right yes um it's at the
0: it's at the direct other end of this hallway so i would kind
1: of be like anxiously looking back if there's anyone anyone watching Um, me i
0: feel like savara is she she hadn't gone down the ladder with everyone else into the main level of the ship you see her Mm -hmm. um she's in her bunk that she probably shared with um I'm just gonna say Gaius because Mm -hmm. like uh, of course like you guys probably share bunks with each other and um she she shared one with Gaius and Mm -hmm. she's just like very calmly folding blankets that have been thrown all over the place and like placing them on the bed and kind of just like Doing small tasks in a similar way to how Cletus is downstairs fixing up his bar to just kind of like set things a bit to rights and let her mind process what just happened.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I will kind of, with with great hesitation, slowly mm-hmm. start to walk in, um, mm-hmm. into a room and and just I am
6: sorry, Captain.
1: I'm sorry, and I'll bow, um, and then kind of like. Just walk in and very, like, meekly pick it up by, uh, with two fingers, um, Mm -hmm. and finish, uh, bringing it downstairs. I think if, if that
2: tree is, uh, is, is there, um, that Cletus,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, Cletus,
2: it's like a a centerpiece to the downstairs area because it's a grander, like, hallway. Mm. You have Mm, a wider hallway, yeah, almost like a center, nicer looking
0: the tree is actually real and it's part of the ship's like oxygen replenishment mm. like there's it's probably pretty common in this type of ship that there's a green space right in the middle to help with um transmitting oxygen and carbon dioxide mm.
1: um, especially on
0: longer missions
1: yeah I'd, I'd walk up and and kind of like gently lay it down next to the tree
0: mm-hmm. um
6: and, and kind of look down and hey, Captain. I am very thankful for you for giving me passage on this ship to to get off the, the hellish world that Uskrar is from. Um, and uh, thank you for believing in Uskrar and for being a good captain and for believing in me. I Thank you.
1: And I'll wave and then make my way to wherever the the players or the other people are
0: i feel um Gelpie and cletus were in the bar um i think that you probably said this loud enough for like everyone to mm-hmm. hear
1: yeah because you're uh, right next to the other two yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if, if i found um all of you i would
6: i would i have set up the captain's favorite hat next to the tree if you want to i say a few words
2: That would be Todd and Cubit, right? Yeah,
1: sorry, whoever's in the bar. Oh, I thought you said... Oh, no, the bar
0: is, is like, right next to this hallway, so all of you were able to hear this, for sure. Oh, okay,
2: okay. I didn't know if we were close enough at this point. Oh,
0: definitely, yeah, you're... Because this is the, like, central area, and the bar definitely, like, opens up onto this hallway, so Mm -hmm. you could definitely hear it.
2: Well, I hear what he says, Mm -hmm. and uh, I said, I kind of, like, take my towel and lay it on the counter, and Mm -hmm. I realize how big the mess is in front of me is bigger than me right now like i can't handle it Mm -hmm. um i look over to Gelpi and say you please get the rest of that those bottles and picked up real quick for me i'll be right back and i begin to like stroll out to where uh uskar is um and so you have to give me time for travel at this point so one of the others are gonna have to say something
0: yeah um uh cuba and amara you two are still in the hallway does either one of you like you haven't known the captain for as long as uh gaius or cletus have but uskar just like set this hat down and and said like if anyone wants to say anything like we're basically having an impromptu memorial service as it were does either one of you want to say anything or do anything, you could just, you know, like, just, I don't know, salute. I don't know <laughs> what you want to do.
3: I think I'll walk over and I kind of just silently stand and then I'll just pour a little of my drink out. Mm-hmm. Pour one out for the captain. I kind of nod and then yeah. um, kind of just step aside.
4: Amara kind of does the same, but without the pouring out, just kind of nods her head and holds it down.
0: Yeah, so you're processing, like, internally being like, thank you, Captain. Um, Gaius, he's probably sitting with his back to the tree and thus the hat when Uskar comes down and he sees you, uh, Cletus, like, coming towards him. And, like, he turns back to his glass and is kind of, like, looking down into it, a little more forlorn than you'd usually see him and under his breath but still loud enough for everyone to see um he mumbles something to the effect of motherfuckers and like just like shakes his head as you pass by like just anger yeah
2: so i basically walk up and i hear that and i after hearing Hmm.
0: um
2: As I'm walking up, I have this, like, open coat. I reach in, there's a really, really deep pocket there in the front. It has my com pad, Mm -hmm. and it's got, like, uh, like some folders. They're not really folders, like, manila folders, but they're almost, like, just something holding papers that I would have, like, tracked, you know, bar information, things that were really important to me, uh, important Mm -hmm. information. And I open it up. As I'm standing next to usgar and inside of it is like a, a like a napkin like a cup napkin mm-hmm. one of the small bar ones I pull it out and it's got like a little bit of lipstick on it and I set it next to the hat and it was a napkin that I had taken from the first visit you and I had in the bar
7: mm, and yeah
2: so I set it next to the hat and I look down basically of like put my head down quietly and at this point it's really hard for me to make words I'm going to use this moment to be very silent Mm -hmm. um and because of the relationship that you and I had throughout the years in this ship and how much we actually had to do together um it's so hard for me to make words right now so I just take the opportunity to set that very important item down and I'm quiet
0: yeah there uh cletus has you have like a flashback to when you just got the new wooden bar installed and like the wood paneling and um to how hard it was to convince Lysandra that this was something that you felt would really make the ship stand out like maybe this was like 15 years ago now and like it was right after you'd finally like put the last like nails in and installed this beautiful bar and like it was just the two of you the ship was on planet like in a dry dock Um, i
2: literally just showed you the napkins that i got like from the recent stop that was for the bar and i was really excited
0: and Lysandra, like kind of drunk and kind of sloppy had like taken the uh napkin and like smooshed it really big and then said like that's the only kiss you'll get from me cletus and then like <laughs> probably basically like fell off her chair like yeah, drunkenly backwards. yeah um and that's the memory you have with her um along and with like the- many others obviously
2: And after the memory ends, basically me, I just kind of, like, look up, and there's, like, a smirk, almost like a small, like, smile, kind of out of the right side of my face, and, Mm -hmm. uh, so what do we do now, y'all?
5: Qubit, do you think the ship is
3: fixable? Take a look around, and I take a deep breath. It's gonna take
0: me a while to fix. If can anybody can
2: it. do it, you can.
0: <laughs> you yes. hear Gaius, like, say, and he's still, like, sitting down, facing away from everyone. And he says, Fix it. This is scrap metal now.
6: No. A cubit is the best mechanic, she can fix anything.
0: You hear like from downstairs in the engine room, something makes like a noise that you know it's not supposed to know- to make, like an outpouring of steam like comes up. It's definitely the like cartoony, like break in the dramatic feelings of like, oh yeah, definitely not a fixing sort of thing.
6: He's okay. Just-
0: <laughs> and then um, Guy says, what was that message? What was that message that we got? The one, uh, Amara. What was the message you, uh...
6: What the message?
0: Something about the military getting getting off planet.
4: Oh, um, the planet is quarantined that, you know, we probably need to get off this planet as soon as possible. Well,
0: they're letting the Jorhildian military off, aren't they? Yeah. So we just be that, right?
5: You want us to be... Johildian military members.
6: We do not have time to go sign up for the military. <laughs> obviously not. Okay, we have to think now in the moment.
0: I really don't know why she liked you. I oh. mean, certainly there are still members of the Johildian military somewhere on this stupid backwards planet, and we just. You know, take their identification and get the hell off of this place, right?
2: Yeah.
7: Anyone have, have to a fix- better
0: plan?
2: Oh, we have to fix our ship,
0: though? Fuck well, this ship. It's broken.
2: Ship. It's got my bar in it.
0: We can get you a better bar.
2: I don't think you know how hard it was to get that bar.
0: Maybe I don't. But if you want to stay here for a old piece of wood, I don't know what it is they plan on doing, but-
2: Excuse me, an old piece of wood? You were drinking in there too. Don't act like you didn't enjoy that place.
6: Okay, but he is right. It is just a piece of wood. But if we think with our brains.
0: You saw the news. They destroyed an entire city. If they're Is telling there... their men to get off the planet, then certainly it's for a reason.
2: Well, we gotta go now?
0: I mean, I would assume we'd have to go soon. It seemed urgent. Didn't it seem urgent, Amara?
4: Oh, it, it was, yeah, it was definitely urgent. And, you know, you're right, Gaius. There's there's no way we could fix this ship. We, we need to move on to another ship.
0: Or get a, a different ship. But I heard on, on Cubit's pad that ships that were trying to exit the planet were shot down. I certainly don't want to be in another crash.
5: But it sounds you... like they're not shooting down the Jarhildian ones, yeah?
0: I mean, I assume they have clearance of some kind.
5: So we need to get a drive signature. How do we do that? Can you can you forge one of those? Is that a thing?
0: I mean, ugh, I'm not a hacker, but…
6: Do we have a pen?
0: I like your thinking. I can stra- try to hack it, yes. but... I mean, before we do that, we need a working ship. I can fix it!
6: <laughs> yes, she is very good, I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Go find some other ship's engine and just strap it on. It'll be fine.
2: <laughs> some flex seal.
0: I know, a guy. Okay. <laughs> just get a lot of duct tape.
2: I basically grab, like, a the last of my bottle. There's, like, a third of it left. Mm. And I give it to her and I say, this is If you can fix this ship,
6: there's more where this came from. (laughs) Okay. But we need to Um, make a new captain, yes?
0: Make a captain? The captain's dead. Well, yes,
6: we... Yes, obviously. We need a new captain You do not grow captains. Duh. (laughs) We have to choose.
4: Amara slowly starts to, like, back away.
6: Where Whiskard is from, if two people want to do something, then the men fight it out to the death for them.
0: I don't. I'm not be... fighting anyone to the death.
6: Whiskard volunteers. For Captain. To fight to the death, on behalf of Imara.
5: Whiskard, why don't we save the fighting for the Jorhildians? That we might need. That's to get probably out of there.
6: the best what? bet. How do we decide?
5: Before we decide
4: what captain we need, we need to find a working ship. Are we going to fix this one or are we going to try to find a base, a military base, and take theirs?
0: Can we give her a chance? Uh, Cubit, you could absolutely, like, go into the engine room and, like, get a vibe, but I am telling you straight up that, like, with the accordion crunch of the front of the ship, you'd have to literally get, like, scrap metal and rebuild the front of the ship and you would need to like bring this entire wreck to like a dry dock like that's months of work and probably more
5: time God, than you have
2: nothing we can do right now
0: Are
5: yeah
7: do we, can, we'll I think we know where
5: we oh, oh, go sorry. Ahead. no you go Cubit go. sorry oh. Starbucks. <laughs> both, <laughs> both either <laughs> you can call me Cubit <laughs> call me
3: Cubit <laughs> um, I think there's like another like loud hissing noise from the engine and like a sprocket flies into the air. When <laughs> I turn around and I'm like Okay, maybe I can't fix it. Plan B.
2: As soon as she says that, I literally just start walking away to the bar. Like
0: Aww. There
2: is like no question that I can give a care less what happens if from this room. I'm going to go say goodbye basically.
0: I'm sorry for stealing the one thing you love most in the world. It's
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I tried. <laughs> I tried to fight for it.
5: Oh no, absolutely. Uh, on I... our compads can we tell where we are like do we know yeah, we... yeah you have gps for sure um are there any cities
0: near us so you the closest city is the one that is a burning pile of rubble okay um and that's probably like i mean we're all i don't know kilometers miles i don't know what's better um Space kilometers. Um, it's probably it's probably about an hour walk behind you because you definitely were like pretty high up and went. Um, so that's where the burning pile of rubble is that you could definitely like go see if there's anything recoverable from. The next nearest city, like I said, this is a fairly new colony, so it's still like probably one of the lowest populated um, colonies in the Cozartis theocracy. Um, the next nearest city is probably at least a day's walk away if you're walking
3: there was you said there was possible nukes that had gone off right so it'd probably not be like the
0: to... the news had said that but there was another station that said that there wasn't any noticeable amount of radiation so it might have been like some kind of non-nuclear um, it, seems, it, torpedo... seems
2: over. it seems over all the channels that it's like overwhelming like just rockets or
0: yeah it was just like it was a big boom but like yeah there was one station that said there wasn't a noticeable amount of radiation and you're close enough to the city that if there was radiation from a nuclear device you would already be suffering from it
5: okay amara would you would you be able to uh hack in and see if there are any jorhildian stations still working if there's a signal coming out of any
4: of them i sure can try and i pull out the pad again and start you know hacking away
0: um uh, since you like writing on your previous role um you just get the repeat of like all uh military units the coded message like all military units withdraw um is on repeat on the Jorhillian like station that you were able to access it seems like they're intentionally being like just like get the heck out of there there might have been like a previous instruction before this moment but right now it's just jamming the frequency with with withdraw all dorhildian military withdraw
4: so would we be able to kind of locate a base on our gps um with like
0: i would say that's a new a new role if you're looking for a jorhildian like secret military base that's going to be definitely a new role um because they wouldn't maybe
4: like a a place where it proves that there's a lot of just ships fleeing from the area
0: um like if the radar like the thing is is like like you could definitely try and use radar, but that would be a ship's control and not your compad's control and the ship's computers are currently down. Like it might be easier to fix the ship's computers than it would be to fix like the entire engine and also the body of the ship. But that's gonna be like you have to fix it and then you can roll to try and use the ship's radar. Who knows if the antenna or what have you that controls radar is still working? Um you haven't been outside yet. Um, but like, it's absolutely possible for you to using the Jorhildian military radio that you already have, try and figure out like where that, um, frequency is coming from on the planet's surface. Absolutely.
4: Okay. So with that, I'll, I'll try to scan for that frequency and see where that is.
0: Okay. Um, I would say that is probably probably program and intelligence again or or notice it depends on how you're doing it i feel like it has to be programmed first because like you're definitely getting secret information from the computer that isn't just readily available so i feel like that's still program and intelligence 11 nice so amara rolls an 11 and you kind of are like cross-referencing and this isn't something that's meant to be done on a compad um it's definitely you're kind of using what what materials you have available with the ship's computer down um but you are able to find the closest uh beacon that is relaying the message and um it's also like you'll notice um, because you got that message back from your friend um, from Racket. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Gelpie. I was thinking Sagi and it's Gelpie. Um, You got the message from your fr- friend Racket that there was still a ton of Jorhildian military in the streets of the city that he was in. The beacon is directing you towards this same city, which again is like a day's walk away Um, If you could find some kind of vehicle, it would be less. But like I said, this planet is pretty sparsely populated. Um, So it's going to be a trek. And we'll have to do that trek next time. Oh. Perfect because, oh whatever,
7: <laughs>
0: whatever you all decide to do, you'll have to decide it for our next episode because that is all the time we have left. Oh. Um, I am so happy that it went like almost according to plan. I like as a GM, I tend to be the like you plan something and then the players get into it and then it's completely off the rails and we'll never um, go the way you plan it. But like for this time, I spent months thinking about what I wanted to do with this show. And actually the setup at least like went fairly according to plan. So I'm really excited to see what choices y'all make in terms of like what direction things go going forward. Um, before we, uh, close off the show, I'd love for all of you to give another shout out, um, anything that you're doing this week where people can find you, on the internet, um, let's start with uh, Tadriel. I'm so sorry to have thrust you into the position of saving the entire ship, but yeah, it was great. honestly, it was meant to be very, very hard because <laughs> part of me wanted y'all to be stuck here. experience. Um, the worst, part,
4: experience is what the worst
2: part is she's left thinking she killed the captain.
4: Um, yeah, no. I'm so sorry, Todd, please, horrible. please. You're on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Tadriel um yeah i play games i talk nonsense i'm just about as good at games as i am at flying the ship so uh you'll have fun over there i'm sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> everyone make sure to go visit Toddreel to make up for the fact that i made her character feel like she killed the captain i'm so sorry no
4: not at all it's fine
0: um next up uh Sagi, tell everyone where they can find you and anything fun you're doing in between this session and the next one
5: uh yes yeah, so you can find me on twitch uh twitch.tv sagittari uh but mostly right now i'm active more on instagram uh posting a lot of my new abstract pieces there uh so if you're an artist you want to see more art connect with the community you can find me there it's sagittari with two eyes, though because someone else has that name apparently
0: <laughs> gosh darn it how dare they um and I'm I'm also very sorry for destroying your beloved bar. Um, at least we know that Cletus's bar doesn't get destroyed to the till the year thirty-one ninety-seven. So like <laughs> that's a pretty long time. You got a good um, run, man. Where can people find Cletus in the past um, when he though, still has his bar?
2: I have to say though, if even though we're since we're gonna still be on this planet for a while, I can still come back and make drinks
0: absolutely it, you can
2: it's just a crashed ship with a bar in it right now he's gonna walk, <laughs> walk a day back <laughs> What's like I'll,
1: I'll, i'm gonna make a drink
0: just get a hover car <laughs> i'll be right back you gotta go find a hover car and then you can make the trip a lot faster or something there so cletus go. where can people find you uh
2: twitch.tv slash cletus buford i play everything i've actually been really addicted to path of exile right now and uh Because my community got me addicted, so that's what I'm playing right now. Thank you. How dare they? I know, right?
0: (laughs) Um, uh, I had a really
2: good time, by the way. This was awesome. Oh, I'm so glad. That means you did did an amazing job.
0: Oh, thank you. That means the world to me. Um, Starbucks, Starbucks. I actually did not on purpose name the. trade guy Gaius I was looking at the list of names and Gaius just was there my eye was like Gaius and then I remembered i uh, so so now we have two Battlestar Galactic references you, but can okay. you tell everyone where they can find you most days and what you're up to um you can find me here on twitch twitch.tv slash call me
3: starbuck um I usually play a lot of siege or uh sometimes a variety of other games at times uh, but siege is my current addiction and I have one request Please at some point have him say, no more Mr. Nice guys.
0: Okay, I'll try, I'll try and throw it in there. Maybe we'll, maybe when we storm the Jorhildian military base and get ourselves murdered. (laughs) (laughs) I love Um, it. Last but certainly not, not least, Jay, I didn't kill your character yet. Uh, Thank Thank you so much for doing production on this episode. It means the world to me to be able to just focus on GMing. So Mm. um, tell everyone where they can find you and where you're making horrible tech mistakes on the Internet.
1: Hello, it is me, the person that crashes and burns every live stream that he enters into. Uh, I'm really sorry that I did it to all of you today. But uh, if you guys (laughs) want to catch my stream where it's a very finely held together shit show, uh, I play a lot of Path of Exile right now um i would like to invite all of you to invite path of exile into your lives Uh, it's the greatest game ever made and uh blue jay you killed it this was this was awesome it was really engaging really fun and i'm really excited for the next seven episodes thanks for uh, thanks for watching everyone we
0: seven weeks man yeah yeah thank you so all so much um i'm blue jay you can find me over at twitch.tv slash blue jay or on twitter at blue jay underscore seven one two i know like every time i try and get my name it's always taken it's the worst oh. um but uh, i will be thinking really hard on what horrible calamities to throw at our cast next so if you have anything to say about the show um, if you want to watch it again on YouTube and comment there or like throw up a hashtag bystanders and at any of us, I would love to see your um, input and feedback because I'm really excited to run my first like full length campaign. Oh. Um, I actually I
2: hope- almost started crying when I was talking oh. about your character. Oh. I, was like,
5: I know I got teary a couple of times too. It
2: was kind of sad to like imagine that could that, that friendship being broken mm-hmm. right there. Yeah.
0: That's so great. Well, I'm super excited to um, see you all next week. It's going to be on Thursday, I believe, at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 7.30. Is it 7.30, 7.30 Eastern 30. Time? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I did the time zones right. So <laughs> we'll see you then, and have a lovely evening. Thank you all so much. Bye. Thank you, everyone, so much. Bye, everybody. <laughs>